Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday and it's June 3rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, police said two teenagers are dead after a crash on the Roosevelt Boulevard that sent one car off of the road and into a house. The crash happened just before 11 p.m. Saturday in the southbound lanes near Stevens Street. According to police, a 17-year-old and 19-year-old boy were in the white car driving in the outer lanes of the Roosevelt Boulevard near Devereaux Street when they collided with another car. The impact of the collision sent their car into a tree before ultimately crashing it into a home on the corner of the boulevard and Stevens Street. Both occupants were ejected from the car. Police said that one was sent into the home and the other landed in the street. Both teens were pronounced dead at the scene. The passenger in the second vehicle had minor injuries. The driver was not hurt and stayed at the scene. Police are still early in the investigation but believe that the teen's car was traveling at a high rate of speed. Mm. Last month, Philadelphia City Council voted to install speed cameras along the 12-mile stretch of roadway hoping to prevent accidents along Roosevelt Boulevard. Those cameras are expected to be installed by the end of the year. Severe weather brought down at least six trees and left some residents without power in Bucks County last night. Residents said that the rain came down so fast they couldn't see much outside of their windows, but in the aftermath, a lot of damage could be seen. Streetlights were out, a roof was ripped off near Newportville Road, and strong winds brought down at least six trees in the Croydon area. I was watching TV, and, and they were bombarding the, the, uh, the, the broadcast. It was a, it was a racing event. With uh, warnings, like very detailed warnings at the speed at which the storm was was traveling and all this stuff. And and they kept updating it. And we didn't really get anything. Yeah, they got hit pretty hard in in Bucks County. Uh, In Croydon, a large oak tree fell into a home. The home was uh, condemned by the fire marshal, uh, as were five other homes in the area. Yeah, we had two of those small but powerful cells that made it in my area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you get the hail? No, no. I saw saw video footage of Phoenixville, though. It was like car damage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Red Cross is offering assistance to these families that are in Bucks County. No injuries have been reported. Hundreds in the area are without power as crews work to make the repairs. Approximately 31,703 pounds of ready-to-eat Purdue chicken is being recalled because it may be contaminated with bone material, according to the U.S. Department of Agricultural's Food Safety and Inspection <sighs> Service. Bone material. In bone my chicken. In my chicken, no less. <laughs> the fully cooked chicken products were produced on March 21st, 2019. The products subject to the recall uh, are come in those plastic trays, uh, and they're labeled Purdue Simply Smart Organics, breaded chicken breast tenders, gluten-free, the whole grain nuggets, and then the whole grain chicken breast strips. They all have a use-by date of May 20th, 2019. Kathy, I know you're very particular about some of the food you eat. Is uh, or uh, Bones in food, is that a no-go for you in uh, meat? Yeah, I usually don't. Okay, because like my son will not if it's got a bone in it. Really? He wants I'll to touch do it. it. And I do know people that are like that as well, that that they just, it, they're not having it. I mean, I, that doesn't gross me out, but I rarely eat chicken with bone in it. I prefer my bone, I prefer it, whatever I'm eating boneless, you know, yeah. like I like boneless uh, wings. Yeah, it's, just, it's just freaking easier. Uh, so, also, But it doesn't gross you out if, uh, like, nah, you're eating a nah, chicken. Nah, nah, nah. I just, nah. I, I, my, my line of thinking is I'm getting more chicken if there's not a bone in it. 
You know? uh, yeah, I understand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also being recalled are the bulk boxes of Chef Quick breaded chicken tenders and the strips. The recalled products have an EST number of P369 inside the USDA mark of inspection. Though I've been to a boneless chicken ranch and it's the saddest thing. <laughs> it's got to be. They just lay there. Blobs of so sad. chicken. Oh, yeah. Unable to move. These items were shipped to retail you just It kind of looks like a lump with a beak sticking up out of it. Yeah. <laughs> The recalled items were shipped to retail locations nationwide. Customers uh, with questions can call 1-888-674-6854. In sports this morning. The Phillies lost to the Dodgers yesterday afternoon in Los Angeles. Rich Hill scattered three hits over seven innings, and the Dodgers scored seven runs in the eighth inning on their way to an 8-0 win uh, to complete a three-game sweep in a matchup of the National League's two top teams. The West-leading Dodgers extended their winning streak to five, while the Phillies have lost four in a row for the first time this season. Next up is a trip to San Diego for a three-game series against the Padres. Aaron Nola will get the start tonight, and game time is at 10 o'clock. Former All-Star outfielder Jay Bruce has been traded to the Phillies by the Seattle Mariners. Bruce is owed nearly $21 million, the remainder of a three-year contract he signed with the New York Mets last year. The 32-year-old is a three-time All-Star with the Cincinnati Reds and has 14 homers and 28 RBIs this season. In Game 2 of the NBA Finals last night in Toronto, the Golden State Warriors beat the Raptors to even the series at one game apiece. Clay Thompson scored 25 points before leaving with a hamstring injury. Steph Curry added 23 and the Warriors scored the first 18 points in the second half on their way to a 109-104 win. Game 3 is Wednesday night in Oakland. And the Stanley Cup Finals continue tonight with Game 4 in St. Louis. The Boston Bruins beat up on the Blues Saturday night, winning 7-2, to two, and now hold a two-games-to-one lead in the series. The puck drops tonight at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a lot, Kathy. Hope you guys all had a uh, wonderful weekend. Yes. It was, uh, fairly nice. It was sort of a weekend, a lot, yeah. a lot of obligations, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Had yeah. some stuff going on, but uh, nonetheless, squeezed in a couple of days of activities. We are back in full force. We have a new Word of the Week prize this week. We have four Hershey Park tickets and an overnight stay for four. Pretty cool deal, so listen up for your chance to win. We'll do the letter of the day coming up at the end of today's program, and we'll get to that much closer. Uh, to getting on board each and every day. And uh, we also, you know, first let's do the, the, the coolest teacher. I definitely yes. want to get that done. Uh, over the weekend, we had you vote, and you certainly did. Uh, this was for Henderson High School in Westchester. And uh, we thank you for all the votes that came in. And we've got a name to give to you. So let's see who the coolest teacher of the year at Henderson High School was. We're going to go with, and your votes pointed to, Mr., and I'll try to get his name. I'm, I'm <laughs> not the best with names. Mr. Rob Bailey. Yeah! Now, the reason I'm not sure if it's Bailey, it's not B-A-I-L-E-Y. It's B-E-I-G-H-L-E-Y. Bailey or Bailey? I'm not maybe Bagley? Sure. Maybe Bagley? Well, maybe that he'll tell us. Too. Yeah, yeah. They usually call in. But listen, dude's on a high because apparently he was named the coach of the year for wrestling. What? Yeah. And uh, the story that was sent over came out in 2018. So it might have been at the, I'm not sure when the wrestling season is. It might have been this past season. But nonetheless, 
The guy is very, very talented in the world of wrestling coaching, and uh, he's a building substitute. Uh, and he did uh, wonderful, so it's got to be huge uh, for him. And now this honor on top oh, of forget that. It. The culmination. How about that? That's what you've been waiting for. Uh, Who so- in academia doesn't want a mug and some <laughs> crockpot food? That's <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, Henderson finished, uh, let's see, Henderson, the school, finished uh, top six at the District 1 Duels, top five at the Southeast Regional Tournament. And uh, send a school record four Warriors to the state tournament. That's pretty freaking awesome. Henderson finished 15-4 and as a team and uh, reached the Constellation semifinals at District Duel. So they had a great year, and uh, he was a big part of it, apparently. So, Mr. Begley, Bealey, Bailey. (laughs) Won't you come home? (laughs) Come on home and pick up your coolest teacher of the year coffee mug from the Preston and Steve show. And also a $50 What a Crock Meals gift card. So we are going to set you up with that. Congratulations. And uh, hopefully we will hear from the coach at some point this morning. Let him know that he won and tell him to give us a call this morning. Now, with that, we need to choose another school. So Ooh, I think okay. that honor falls to Kathy. It does. I'm going to bring the takeout container that has all of the names around to Kathy's side of our mixing consoles. She's going to reach in, which she's doing. Pulling one out high in the air. It's being held up. And, Kathy, what school is next? Oh, I know this school. <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> yep. Next up is Abington Senior High School. Oh! All right. Abington Senior High School. It's pretty oh, easy. God, I love you. And we are going to have you let us know who the coolest teacher of the past year has been. So... Get on it and text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333. One vote per phone number, and uh, we'll give you about 24 hours to do that. Nick, what do you want to point out? Definitely one of my favorite uh, mascots in the area, the Galloping Ghosts. And uh, also notable alumni include Bob Saget and uh, my grandfather, Mike Panikow. Wow. wow. And Nelson Mandela. And Nelson Mandela. (laughs) And Mark Vetri. Oh, Mark Vetri. Oh, there we go. That's great. All right, Abington High School, let's hear from you. Uh, text word teacher followed by teacher's name, 39333, one vote per phone number. And by the way, uh, I want to make sure that I did mention that the winner does get the coffee mug and also the $50 gift card to whatacrockmeals.com. Awesome. So let's hear about it. Now, something that just came to light this morning that we are going to have to make sure that we handle very quickly because we have a new movie screening and it is this Wednesday. So usually we have about a week to play with with these, but this is a quick turnaround and it's a biggie, man. If you're X-Men fans, Dark Phoenix. We have a screening of this on Wednesday and it will be at the UA King of Prussia at 7.30. This is a hell of a story. This is a hell of a part in the story progression. Yeah. When she gets her full, full powers. She has the ability to destroy a planet if she wants to. We'll see how that plays out in the movie. So you'll need to be there by 7 o'clock, and let's take eight callers right now, and we will give you free movie passes to go see it on Wednesday, UA King of Prussia, 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Rolling out the entertainment report to Stupid Question and more giveaways when we return. We'll be right back. All right, you heard the man, podcasters. We've got a theater to fill. So if you would like to win a pair of tickets to the Dark Phoenix screening, email your name, age, and phone number to podcast at WMMR.com. The screening is this Wednesday, so you got to email right now. Good luck. Sorry, hang on a minute. I'll explain. Nick stole my trivia questions. (laughs) 
They're his <laughs> trivia questions, but he took them without telling me, and now I'm scrambling to get a trivia question together here. And I have one. You have one. I do. And it's for all Keanu Reeves fans. Oh, well, count me in. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're going to give away for the stupid question this morning. A four-pack of Maury's Piers Water Park Passes. Keanu Reeves. What does Keanu mean in Hawaiian? Uh-huh. I never knew this. Hang on, I'm still writing it down. What does Keanu mean in Hawaiian? What Two- does Kunu mean? 215-263-WMMR means Chuck, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Keanu? Uh, 215-263-WMR. Call, call now. Let's see if we know the answer. you got to get through quick because I only have three birthdays. Oh. Are you that's, kidding me? That's all I got. Uh, so I ain't got nothing. Try. <laughs> Wait a minute. What does that remind me? It's an uh, officer and a gentleman. Yeah. I got I no, got no place to go. go. That's right. I got no trivia questions. All right. So today is Monday, June 3rd, and three birthdays to make you aware of include Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. We had him uh, here in the studio, yes? A very well-coiffed individual. <laughs> he yes. wanted to come in because he knew we had had David Fastino in. That yes. is why he wanted to be here? He knew that we were a legitimate operation. I did not know yeah. that. Wow. Uh, okay. He laughs like a... Uh, like- like a, shy, like, like, yeah. a, like a seven-year-old girl. Yeah. Do we have it? Do we have it? Like I, I believe. There's uh, one great extended. I forget what story they were covering, uh, but it was on his show, his 360, and and uh, he just went off. Oh yeah. And couldn't get it back. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay, here we go. All right, go. Are you ready? Yeah. Go for it. Here we go. No. Oh wait, 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 wait. That doesn't work either. Oh my God! They fixed it. Is <laughs> this a Golden Globe-winning tinkle? Now all I can say is they should thank their lucky stars. It wasn't Depard too. Here goes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that made me giggle every time I read it. He hasn't commented on this incident. <laughs> Depard too. I know you got it, but. <laughs> What's worse, that or somebody who's like, ha, 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 ha. No, that. That, yeah. yes. The, I, yeah. Over, the overdone, that, well, that's a legit laugh. When s- Sometimes people just goose and it sounds stupid. Well, some people just have a, a bizarre, a hearty loud, in-your-face laugh. You noticed last week that your laugh has changed. It's changed. In the past couple of months, I've lost part of my laugh. It's really weird. You've lost your laughter. I've lost my laughter. It's not that I don't find things funny. I'm trying to laugh. Trying, I'm trying very hard. I want to laugh. Not as, so, Dr. Mike, I actually talked to Dr. Mike about it because I have all this, like, post-nasal dr- I didn't say, dude, part of my laugh is gone. <laughs> yeah. Kathy's looking at me like, really? You doctor, talked to your doctor? Doctor, <laughs> doctor, I'm losing my laughter. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't laugh. No, it has to do I'm post- sorry, I'm treating a child for cancer. Can I call you back? <laughs> it has to do with I'm busy. Post-nasal drip. It's because I got phlegm. Yeah. I'm reattaching yeah. an infant's head. Can I call you back? <laughs> no. Yeah. I have a laugh issue. I'm, s- <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a major broadcaster <laughs> in the city. I have to take this. Yeah. And you know he does that. <laughs> of course he, he does. does. Not over a baby's head. It's the VIP here. Yeah. Uh, I hate people that, and I don't really hate them, but people that fake laugh at their own little jokes, you know what I mean? They'll go like, hey, you know, just put that anywhere, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like you? Like that's, no, I real laugh at my real jokes. 
No, I know but exactly, you do it. You I do know it, exactly what you're talking yeah. about. They're, they're, the, the, the perfunctory laugh yeah. on something that they believe. It, and I, I get it. I just... And I use, I stopped doing this years ago. Uh-huh. It's the edict on uh, here on the show. If it's not funny, don't laugh. But but well, that's just them trying to save their joke because somebody will laugh at it. It'll be them. Yeah, but so often no one laughs at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we used to have this guy that that I worked with that uh, he couldn't finish what he he would laugh the rest of the sentence. <laughs> so it, it would be like. And then this guy came in and just said, <laughs> and he, you, you couldn't understand the last part of what he was saying because he was laughing through what he was saying. I just, I, I at that point, I want to have like a sword and run it through their neck <laughs> because it, it's so annoying. It gets to you a little bit. It gets to me a little bit. Anderson Cooper is 52. Thank you for helping me flesh out the birthdays a little no bit. No problem. Uh, Carrie King is a guitarist for, can you say this word right here, Casey? Slayer! <laughs> Thank you. I can't do that either. I've lost part of my yell. I've lost part of my uh, Slayer oh my scream. God. You're a mess. Wow, uh, he's 55. I know. It's, it's, it's uh... Dr. Mike. I can no longer <laughs> scream Slayer. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm, oh. I'm delivering the... <laughs> I'm delivering a child. Yeah. All right. And then the last birthday is uh, Ian Hunter, singer, guitarist, piano for the group Mott the Hoople. I... And... Came into the appreciation of Mott the Hoople through David Bowie. Yeah, because he helped write this song. Yeah. Uh, which is a great song, by the way. This is an awesome tune. Uh, and he did, Ian Hunter did a little bit of solo stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, so he's 80 years old today. Wow. Wow. I was in Mott the Hoople. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was! Shut up. He's in one like Ben Stiller's is orderly in the retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! All right, Ian Hunter is 80 years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What does uh, Keanu mean in Hawaiian? 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. And I'm going to go to Billy. Hey, <clears throat> Billy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, bud. What's up? Hey, oh. Billy. Just curious as to hey. what... Oh, I'm sorry. One more oh, time. Oh, Billy. <laughs> we have... Keanu, I need a uh, definition in Hawaiian. What does Keanu mean? Means cool breeze. Cool breeze uh, over the mountains. Did you say cool breeze or cool beans? Cool breeze <laughs> over the mountain ah. is correct. So hang on a second, Billy. We're going to give you a four-pack of Maurice Piers Water Park Passes all this week. Metro by T-Mobile is giving you the opportunity to win Casey's favorite things. Mm. Uh, hurry now to your nearest Metro store and take advantage of the best deals in wireless only at Metro by T-Mobile. You can see the uh, store for details and terms and conditions. That prize will change tomorrow. Ah, okay. So it's going to be different every day. Yeah. I nice. think this is a cool idea because you have some really quite wonderful favorite things. I yeah. got a lot of favorite things. <laughs> Was him. That was a callback to the right, moment ago. Yeah. Hey, so uh, before I move on to the entertainment stuff, you want to talk to the coolest teacher? Okay. Yeah, let's do this. Why don't we do that? Because we made the announcement a little bit earlier this morning. Uh, and this is, uh, the school was Henderson High School in Westchester. And I'm, I, I'm sure I've destroyed his name, but we'll, we'll do our best to repair that. Uh, but we have Mr. Rob, I'm going to say Bigley. All right, is that cool with you or Beagley? I'm going to vote Bailey. Bailey is yeah. that's what I originally yeah, said. I think so. you're right. All right, Rob, tell us how to pronounce your last name. Bigley, you got it right. Bigley. Bigley! 
Casey was right, actually. Well, how you doing, Rob? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Congratulations. Uh, the students think quite a bit of you and uh, voted for you to be the uh, the coolest teacher of the past year. What do you think about that? That's pretty cool. I appreciate it. That's, uh, I was surprised. Well, but, listen, uh, it's on. Cool. It's on top of that other huge honor of you winning. Uh, what was it? Uh, Coach of the year. Man. Coach of the year in the state. No, no, not the state. Uh, this year was for uh, Ches- the Chesmont League. Oh, that's or, far uh, less impressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that's cool, but, uh, man. And what? Yeah, thank you. What do you teach, by the way, Rob? Well, I'm actually a daily building sub, so I work in a school every day. So everything's a little different. So I get to see. Uh, different students every day and then oh, that's cool. as of right now i've been working in the video production room with to be honest that, that's that's that makes it i think a little bit more difficult if you're if you're you know kind of uh, a substitute teacher and you're you're you know you're not around the kid you know you're moving from gig to gig to gig but as the right. coach and everything you manage i'm sure to win them over what would you, if you were to pick one thing that you would attribute your incredible decisive victory here to what would it be <laughs> um I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Not a goddamn clue. I guess, I, I guess for coaching, I guess. Just okay. All right, yeah. the coaching. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot nice. of times people who are involved with the sports do get the uh, the honor. Yeah. It's a great school, great district. I work with a lot of great people. And then uh, my guys on the wrestling team are fantastic. So, uh, yeah, we work real hard and, uh, you know, try to, get, try to keep improving. Hey, Rob, I, I assume you were a high school wrestler as well, correct? I was. Did you have a pretty good record? I did pretty well. Okay, nice. Well, uh, you guys are you, you had a great season, from what I understand, and um, you're uh, you're riding on a high from that. So, uh, what's up for the summer? Uh, we, we keep going. We uh, actually have wrestling clubs, so we wrestle all entire summer, and then uh, got away on vacation with the wife and kids, and then uh, got a pool. So uh, that's, you're that's all set. Yeah, you got a pool and a wife and kids. Nice. <laughs> Good it. for you, Rob. That's right. cool. Right. Well, and now you have a, a brand new coffee mug. I'm very yes. excited about that. Take Rob, that we, out for a spin. But we have the President and Steve coolest uh, teacher of the year coffee mug, and we're also going to give you a $50 What a Crock Meals gift card. All right, my man? I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Congratulations, Congratulations. Rob. Congratulations. Mr. Big Lake. Yes. Coolest teacher at Henderson. <clears throat> and now we have Abington High School that is going to be voting. So we need to hear... From students, and you can text who you want to nominate for the coolest teacher of the year. It's very simple to do. Text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333. One vote per phone number. So get on that. We'll give you, uh, well, less than 24 hours now, but the most part of a day. I'm going to go through the box office take over the weekend. Number one was Godzilla, King of the Monsters. They still were thinking it, it took in less than they were anticipating. It took in like half of what they were anticipating, but yeah. it still took the box office number one spot. 49 uh, plus million, followed by Aladdin, which fell to second. Uh, and then you have Rocket Man with a pretty dismal debut. Yeah. Uh, 25 million compared to the other big biopic, you know, which was Queen, uh, the, the Freddie Mercury uh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Um, so people were expecting more from this, but... Uh, the reviews are still great. Came in third, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next was Ma. You said there was a really nasty review for that. Oh, oh really? Oh, horrible. They, they call, uh, Rex Reed gave it like a two-word, you know, miserable insult or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in uh, John Wick Chapter 3, Avengers Endgame, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, followed by Booksmart, Brightburn, and The Hustle. So those were the movies this weekend. 
Uh, some stuff to get to. Robert Pattinson will star as Batman in the next trilogy of films directed by Planet of the Apes director Matt Reeves, according to reports. So I'm down with this. I got uh, solicited for my opinion many times over the weekend. I think Rob Pattinson's a good actor. I think he's the proper stature. They're going with the younger Bond. And Matt Reeves is a really good writer-director. So younger Batman? I'm, I'm down with that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Warner Brothers bowed to Reeves' preference after reportedly also wanting to see Nicholas Holt in the role of the iconic superhero. He could have been really good, too. He could, yeah. Uh, the studio reportedly met with Holt and Pattison Thursday and pulled the trigger on Pattison, who rose to uh, superstardom in the Twilight Saga. Uh, it can be seen in the Robert Eggers-helmed The, the Lighthouse. Uh, as with uh, all Batman-related decisions that came down the pike, Twitter's reaction was a bit mixed on it. Uh, most recently, Ben Affleck, of course, played an older version of Batman. Uh, pre-production on this trilogy is set to begin this summer, by the way. Yeah, so. I'll be curious. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the, the tone of what, yeah. they, what they're saying. At this point, though, we don't know what's going to end up on film. All right, so how old is he? Robert Pattinson? Thirties, right? Early thirties? All right, so I just wonder what... It, you know what universe this is going to be in, right? Our they, universe. Well, I, no. Is it going to be Joaquin Phoenix? Is it is? is oh, it, is, it gonna, is it going to be on, on the on the more um, Tim Burton? Com- uh, listen, Matt Reeves tends to do very realistic stuff, right. so it'll probably be more along the lines of a Chris Nolan. Is it going to be? But it's is is it its own thing, or is it going? It's to... It's its own thing. Okay, I believe so. All I right. haven't heard anything that it crosses with like the Joaquin Phoenix. And he's he's thirty three. Case. Right, How many 33? times can we retell these stories? Uh, as long as it, here's the you know key: I mean? if it, mer- it makes a profit at the box office, forever, <laughs> forever, forever. Yeah. Just please, in this case, we could all benefit from not having the origin story retold again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones fans have Kit Harrington's back. Fans of the show created a just giving account for his UK charity, Royal Mencap Society which raised more than $45,000 in about a day. Uh, the rally appears to have been a response to reports that he entered treatment for mental health, including anxiety and alcohol dependence. The charity is dedicated to working with people with learning disabilities. Uh, according to the fundraiser, it reads, Kit Harrington has given so much of the fans of Game of Thrones over the past decade uh, playing the king in the north, Jon Snow. He absolutely nailed his performance, and we loved every second of screen time that we had with him. And it said to show our gratitude... Uh, the Free Folk and other fans want to contribute to the charity MenCap, which Kit has been supporting for several years. MenCap supports people with learning disabilities uh, to live independent and fulfilling lives. Uh, following the hit HBO show's ending, Harrington entered a luxury wellness treatment center in Connecticut. The 32-year-old was photographed walking around Essex, Connecticut, looking fit and happy. So they are helping him out a little bit there. Uh, here's a, uh, it's a great time uh, for high school students to be getting involved with Drama Club. Sigourney Weaver had surprised New Jersey's North Bergen High School in their production of Alien, uh, the play. And now, this past Friday night, saw Lin-Manuel Miranda and the In the Heights movie crew coming out to surprise a performance of that musical at New York's George Washington High. Oh, that's got to be a mind blower. If yeah. you're a high school kid, oh my God. you're putting on that production and they show up? Yeah. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians' John M. Chu, the director of the upcoming film, recorded footage from the audience at the moment Miranda took the stage to bow down to the teen actors. Uh, Chu had uh, tweeted out, we start shooting in the Heights movie on Monday, so after our final rehearsal, we took a trip to George Washington High School in uh, in the Heights to see them perform in the Heights. Could not be more inspired by these students. Miranda added, it's cool. I only cried ten times. These kids were so good. Our future is so bright. These productions are so 
elaborate and so good. We had horrible high school productions when I was uh, in school, and I remember they attempted to put on Frankenstein, and I remember a morning announcement coming from the English teacher who was also the, the uh, in charge of the theater department basically going, Please, these kids have worked so hard. If you could, just anyone who might want to come, let them know because it means a lot. You know I mean, what? It was, it was borderline that level of you know emotion. So, so my kids are not involved in drama at school, but I go to all of the band performances and and uh, choir performances, and I love those. I had to go to the play. Yeah, I mean, I need to see, I need to search that out and I go do that there, next year. I'm going to do that for sure. I think there's a level of um, ability and execution that you know used to not be the case. I mean, it's always there was always have been talented high school productions, but now with what they can do just with the technology, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Kiara Ahudes, who wrote the book uh, for In the Heights stage musical and also penned the film script, was also there as well. So the person who wrote <laughs> it come was on. there. That's pretty wild. Uh, In the Heights, uh, the film is set for release June of next year. Stars uh, Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, Jimmy Smith, Melissa Barrera, and others. Uh, The musical takes place over the course of three days and follows the lives of the local immigrant residents living in the Washington Heights, uh, in Washington Heights in New York City's Upper Manhattan. Ramos will portray bodega owner Unsavi, originated by Miranda. So they were there for that. That's got to be pretty damn cool. Ravens Gates and Adam Gottschalk are getting married. Yeah! The Bachelor in Paradise oh. stars <laughs> announced their engagement on Instagram. I love you. She lo- he loves her. Uh, this- I love you. Yeah, and she loves him. Uh, so they... they- when we met in paradise, and and knew I loved you. <laughs> and I knew I loved you. In paradise. They announced their engagement on Instagram. Now we live in Kensington. On Instagram on Sunday, uh, three days after Gottschalk uh, proposed it. I don't think you understand. I love you. In In Dallas, Texas. Uh, So she wrote on Instagram. I love you. She wrote on Instagram, I'm keeping you forever and for always. We will be together all of our days. Want to wake up every morning to your sweet face. You know what? Dot, 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 always. You in the way? Because right. I love you. I, well, good for them. That, that, of all of them, that Bachelor in Paradise is a uh, three-ring circus. It's just, it's just it's so... A, it's an orgy on wheels. It <laughs> makes a uh, regular Bachelor look like Meet the Press. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she captioned a series of photos from the proposal along with the date, May 31st. And Godshock, he wrote 53119. Those are numbers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know stuff. <laughs> Hashtag engaged oh. and a diamond ring emoji. So he put a little picture there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, it's Steven Singer. Yeah, you what? He got my ring. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, the couple found love during season four on ABC's Bachelor and Bachelorette spinoff series. Bachelor in Paradise is basically a weekly orgy. Yeah. And, and, and the most bro-dozerish bros mm. are on that are they? run. Oh, my God. Yo, bro. Uh, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. All right. Listen, I love being married, but, you know, these stupid sappy, I want to wake up every morning to your sweet face. <laughs> like, dude, I want to smash your dumb face is, is, you know, is what I think you get more of. At a certain point, my wife and I realized, <laughs> I don't want to sleep anywhere near your face. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't like the temperature of the room that you sleep in. <laughs> You're, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like to be cuddled. I don't like the TV on. You're yeah. too hot. <laughs> you, it's, I feel like I'm, I'm being strangled. Don't touch me. Uh, you're strangling <laughs> me, and I, I'm not a fan of your face in the morning. <laughs> I love my wife dearly, but when we came to that decision, it, it's been wonderful. Oh, you, your I'd rather get rest. I don't yeah. want to be. I want to be on a different floor from your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Your stupid face is yeah. breathing terrible, terrible breath in my face. Oh, I don't like your face. And I hate oh, your face. Yeah. I mean, I love your face, but after no sleeping, it's not conducive your face to my sleep. Yeah. Uh, so they're in paradise at home together now. Yeah. So, yay. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez had a great time singing to Ariana Grande <laughs> with their daughters. Uh, the couple took their respective girls, Natasha, Ella, and Emmy. Uh, Natasha is 14 and Ellen and Emmy are 11. They, they went to the Ariana Grande concert in Miami. They don't have kids together, right? No, her, are... the kids are with uh, um, that uh, dancer guy. No, the, the, no, no, the, the first, uh, uh, the, her, the music, her singer. Yeah, got Mark the... Anthony. Mark Anthony. The guy's got the collection at Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mark yeah. Anthony. You, yeah, yeah, that's what you wear, right? <laughs> I do, actually. I, don't, I, I like the Mark Anthony Dude, collection. The guy knows what he's doing. Uh, and from the look of his Instagram story, they all had a great time. I'm oh. sure you're happy to know that. He wrote, on fire at Ariana Grande concert. No, I'm on fire! And captured a video of his fiance and their daughters enthusiastically. I had my elbow over a votive candle. Uh, dancing along to Grande's performance. He later shared a video of Natasha, who just graduated from eighth grade on Thursday, singing along uh, to the pop star's hit song, Thank You Next, writing that she was also on fire. Oh, so well, everyone is on fire. Everybody's on fire. Um, so between the two of them... Jennifer Lopez and A Rod, guesstimate of the, the the fortune together. I mean, he's oh, got money an wise? incredible oh, amount of money, yeah. and she does as well. A billion, yeah, a billion, a billion. You think they got like like a billion? Well, apparently, uh, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. He is a like a real estate mogul, right? Yes. Oh, he's that too. Oh, I, no, I mean, I, I'm not. You might be right. I don't know. He is. A, I, I, he I, had the biggest contract in sports history for a long time. He doesn't anymore, or doesn't, you know, he's been out of the game for a little bit. Uh, annoyingly, I find his uh, commentary really compelling on on ESPN. He's a good commentator. He's he, well spoken. He, he knows the game really well, and uh, it's uh, I begrudgingly think that he does a good job. But mm. his real estate. I hated him as a player, and he's a cheater, and he, he used steroids. So he, suck it. That's true. His his real estate is uh, uh, in uh, Manhattan too. So he's yeah, got, needless to say, he's got uh, a lot of. A lot of loot. Uh, it was quite the night for the family who looked like they were having a great time. This is great news. I know this. The girls uh, <laughs> later got to meet and hug the singer after no. the concert, which the former New York Yankees player also documented on his Instagram story. And then they went out for ice cream after. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's awesome. They bought, yeah, cool. They're so rich, they bought all 32 flavors. <laughs> I don't know, but they uh, they did uh, go to get ice cream. So. Who in a blizzard? <laughs> Rambo went he's in front of the line. Could you speed it up? I'm ordering, and I like to take my time. <laughs> what are those things that look like gummy worms? They're gummy worms. Sir. Yes. Don't make me sound stupid. <laughs> Don't make me sound stupid. I bleed you. <laughs> Would you like a side of death with that? <laughs> I'm going to put some death in a small cup. All right. Does uh, Rambo say Jimmy's or Sprinkles? Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. 
Rambo is from Philly? Well, uh, no, no. No, okay. Well, Rocky is from out of space. Rocky is, <laughs> who is not the same person. Well, why not make... Do they, do they ever say exactly where Rambo's from? I don't think well, so. Ha, well, he ends up going back to his family ranch, right? I'm from Chester. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You mean in this next movie? Yeah, but maybe maybe the dad relocated. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, listen, we could go on for hours. I mean, it's 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 worth a full show to investigate. Yeah. Uh, Sasha okay. Baron Cohen's 2006 film Borat Cultural Learnings of, <laughs> for, of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan apparently was not so good for Pamela Anderson. Uh, Cohen finally acknowledged that Anderson's appearance in the last part of the film was cleared with her uh, or else it would have been kidnapping. In the scene, here's what happens. So Baron or, or Cohen uh, approaches Anderson at a book signing, he hopes to put her in the traditional marriage sack and take her back to Kazakhstan, and things go bad. He said, we did the scene twice, actually. The first time we did it at a book signing, and I grabbed her over my shoulder and ran out with her. No one did anything. And I was like, well, what kind of fans are these? And the second take drew more of a reaction. But Anderson was accidentally injured in the ensuing struggle, losing a bit of bone in her jaw oh. as a result of fans trying to stop Borat from kidnapping her. Unfortunately... She lost more than a little bit of bone. When her then-husband, Kid Rock, saw the film, he flew into a rage. He was said to be particularly miffed at the book-signing staged abduction. Uh, Cohen said that when he had asked Anderson what her husband thought of the film, she had texted back to him, he's getting a divorce. And I was like, why? And she said, the movie, and I thought she was joking. But wow. apparently, he was serious about it, and that's when they, they split up. So what? Uh, what was... I don't know any more than that of why he got so angry. Yeah, I'd be Uh, curious to find out. uh, Who knows? But uh, apparently, it was. It might have been the straw that broke the camel's back. (laughs) The whole concept of a. uh, I don't remember this. (laughs) That's how you get your wife. You put her in a sack. Yep, we're watching the video of it right now. Uh, Amber Heard (laughs) is responding to Johnny Depp in their million-dollar defamation suit in uh, new court documents. Heard claims that uh, claims he is lying. When he accuses her of lying about physical abuse. So they're both accusing each other of lying and... It's the liar, liar, it's the liar on fire. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, Depp's attorney, Adam Waldman, tells the blast, Miss Heard says that... I'm River Yugli. Uh, that she will not be silenced and uh, then remains silent for months as her hoax is buried by the avalanche of evidence. The language these people use. They, with honesty, for both of their sakes, just um, if there's... Uh, what is he looking for? Forty million dollars or something like that? They should both just drop it. Drop it right now. Drop it. Whether whether it, it's hurting, it's hurting both their careers. One way or the other, they should just go their separate yeah. ways. It, it, you know, I mean, unless I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's gotten to a point. If if she is lying, okay, I don't think she is though. But then, if she's know. not, then why is he doing this? Because he, as Preston pointed out a while ago, he believes he's clearing his name. Yeah. However, he's not not getting work, yeah. and things are moving along. So uh, there's enough of a cloud here that nobody. It's not like a straight up Harvey Weinstein thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not even of the same nature. Right. But still, there's enough of a fog here. Where people say, "Well, we don't know how this is hashing out." So he he hasn't lost any roles from this. Yeah. So uh, the attorney added, as for her hoax assisting friends. Willing to perjure themselves for her three years ago? Where are they now? Where are they now? And I submit to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this story? Okay, uh, ending months of speculation, HBO confirms that the upcoming sixth season of Silicon Valley will be its last. Mm. 
Uh, season six will consist of seven episodes. Uh, Mike Judge and Alec Berg said in a statement, Silicon Valley has been a career and life highlight for us. Uh, we'll miss it desperately, but we've always let Pied Piper's journey guide the way. The season six, uh, and season six seems to be the fitting conclusion. Have you uh, watched it all the way through? No, nah, man, I made it through about two uh, two seasons. It's about the same for me, yeah. And then it, they just kept going around and around and around, and I'm like, yeah, uh, you want just, them to win, and you want them to win. It was it was you know one step up and two steps yeah. back. No more T.J. Miller, right? And I got tired. And yeah, no more T.J. Miller. Got rid of him a while back. And yeah. I, I just kind of got bored with it, to be honest, which is too bad because I really enjoyed part of it. Shows make that mistake. Uh, and it happened with the sh- that show The Following with uh, Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. which w- uh, we both really enjoyed, Casey. But you got to give your protagonists a win now and then. Yeah. yeah. When they just keep getting their ass kicked. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I watched, uh, so how many seasons did they say it was? Because this will be the sixth, and then they wrap it up. So, all right. So, I I feel like I watched into the fifth season. I'm probably, because I have them all on my DVR. Um, you have so a DVR? I do. I'm sorry, privileged. Right. <laughs> Very privileged. And what's the quality? It, it, same thing, Press. Um, I, you know, I just, I want, they get a win. I was like, okay, uh, here we go. All right, All right, got a few million in the back. We're good. And then something happens. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, and then, uh, yes, Nick. You guys want to know where Rambo's from? Yes. Yeah. Bowie, Arizona. Really? Yeah, he yeah. stated this in uh, Rambo Last Blood, and then uh, they expanded upon it in Rambo 3. Wait, he said it in or, Rambo I'm sorry, Last... first, first Blood Part 2, and then later elaborated it on Rambo 3. I'm from Bowie, Arizona. Yeah, that was I, his hometown. The home of Ziggy Stardust. Is that really Bowie? <laughs> I, I was thinking the knife because yeah, probably. he always had that big ass oh, knife. Yeah, though, so. knife. Yeah. He was also born on July 6, 1947. Ah, all these details about Rambo we never knew finally coming out. His birthday's coming up then. Rambo's? Yeah, Julie said July 6th, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yep. Two days and, after yours. Uh, right. And the writer who wrote uh, the Rambo stuff was inspired by Rambo apples, which he encountered in uh, Pennsylvania. Mm. So there are Pennsylvania ties to Rambo. But wait a minute. Those are the uh, apples with machine guns? Okay, I'm curious. I was I did not know what a Rambo apple was, no but idea. apparently well, they have a machine gun. Like <laughs> some Rambo apples, please. The creator of Rambo apples sailed from Sweden to southeastern Pennsylvania uh, in the Delaware area. The creator? Mm-hmm. I guess it's a, like a crossed hybrid uh, apple that somebody created? Maybe. I'm, I'm actually more confused. The, the yes. more information we get, the more confused I get. Well, southeastern Pennsylvania is actually has a big time, like, Swedish vibe. No, uh, um, uh, ancestry. Apple? I wanted to stop now. Uh, me too. <laughs> Southeast Piet, that's here. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a big Swedish population here? Well, I mean, uh, settlers. Rambo if you Swedish. Will. Yeah, settlers, if you will. So, okay. you know, the, the history of Southeastern Pennsylvania. Part David, of David was sick and in his. Uh, <laughs> sure. From the no, Hooters no. is Swedish. <laughs> I thought he's Finnish. I thought he was Swedish. Well, I'll have to look that up God later. Damn. But okay. I think part of the uh, Philly flag is like a, a nod to Sweden. Is it? Like the official flag of Sweden? Yeah. Of course it is. There's a Sweden <laughs> Swedish museum. <laughs> Look at the flag. Clearly, part of it's Swedish. Any idiot can tell you that. Get other flags saying where where's the, where's the Swedish influence in Pennsylvania? It's right on the flag. Should just be a big picture of Rambo's face on our state flag. <laughs> There's a Swedish museum. Why did Tom Wolf push for that? <laughs> it's on Patterson Avenue, right at FDR Park. Okay. Okay. So so buy your tickets. Yes. Yeah. But you can get them now. <laughs> One last story. Okay. I was going to end it there, but uh, anyway. (laughs) If only you had. The musical based on Sarah Silverman's 2010 memoir, The Bedwetter, is set to debut off-Broadway in May. 
Uh, Silverman and Joshua Harmon wrote the book with lyrics by Fountains of Wayne, Adam Schlesinger. Interesting. And Silverman will begin previews May 9th of next year at Atlantic's Linda Grove Theater. Opening night is June 10th, 2020, so about a year away from being a She has, uh, growing up, dealt with bedwetting for a... Has she? Oh, yeah. yes. Num- in fact... I think it was into her early 20s. Okay. She had issues. Okay. Uh, and it's been a big part of her... Her routine? Well, and, and just her, she figures her psychological makeup. So uh, it, this is a prominent issue for her in her life. Interesting, because she seems to be one of the most confident people. Yeah. You know, you uh, maybe that... I don't know. Yeah. Pissing the bed helps your confidence. I don't really know. I'm going to go home and piss the bed right now. Please do. Let's do, uh, let's do clips. <laughs> Documentary Now takes the styles of notable documentaries and applies them to a made-up subject. In this clip, show creator Seth Meyers details why it's a rewarding show to write for. Here we go. It is so nice and comforting to sit down and write them, knowing that if you put in attention to detail to the writing, it will be exponentially increased by what the directors do. Was that a fart? Uh, season four, really, of Documentary Now is available now on Netflix. It's actually really funny. Is it? Seri- if you're, you know, and I know you've seen your share of documentaries, and they lampoon these documentaries in a, in a really dry way. It's cool. Some of the stuff's really funny. It sounds like I would love that. All right, here we go to the next clip. Oops, sorry. My fault. Based on the most infamous nuclear disaster of all time, Chernobyl recreates that chaos that led up to and followed the 1986 disaster. Here, Jared Harris discusses how being on the show has inadvertently made him uh, made him knowledgeable on nuclear fission. I'm an actor, so probably not that good at science and physics and mathematics. And luckily, Craig had figured out a way to explain it in a, um, so that it was easy for, certainly for me to understand. I got pretty good. I mean, I, I made sure that I understood what I was talking about and that I can explain how a nuclear reactor works and I can explain what went wrong that night. I understand why it went wrong. Damn! Great show. Series finale of Chernobyl will be on tonight at 9 p.m. on HBO. His father is Richard Harris. I just uh, looked that up and he was he also played King George in the first season of The Crown. He did, yeah. Uh, but he's, he's a great actor. I had he no is. idea his dad was Richard Harris. Though. And in this that. series, he is sensational. It's only, what, five episodes? Six, six episodes? Of Chernobyl? It might be yeah. six. Yeah. yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I got in the entertainment report for you this morning. I have something to give away. A pair of tickets for a live taping of the Comic Book Gurus podcast at the Franklin Institute, hosted by Steve Morrison. That's me! Thursday, June 13th at 6 p.m. Uh, and after the podcast, and by the way, we'll take, uh, let's take five callers, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll put you on that. After the podcast, guests will get to tour uh, the exhibit immersive uh, or the exhibit Marvel universe of superheroes, uh, and you, you can explore the legacy of Marvel through immersive set pieces, original artwork, movie props, costumes, and other rare materials. It's now open, by the way, at the Franklin Institute. You can get tickets and information at fi.edu. So, five callers, you want to go? We'll get you on board. Two one five two six three WMMR. That is the number. Let's take a break, come back in a moment, and uh, see what we can get ourselves into on this beautiful, cooler, but beautiful Monday morning. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. 
Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thanks, Kev. Getting near the end of the school year, uh, we have another school that we're highlighting for Coolest Teacher of the Year, Abington High School. Uh, so if there's a teacher that stood out to you, text the word, uh, that teacher's name to, uh, I'm sorry, the word teacher followed by the teacher's name to 39333. And tomorrow morning we'll find out who this is, give them the prizes, all that good stuff. We gave them to Mr. Bigley at uh, Henderson High School this morning. He was happy about that. Um, and Nick just pulled this up. Philadelphia Public Schools last day. Tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you do it. Yeah. Rap- you know, we didn't have really, um, didn't have a lot of um, snow days, right? No, this not year? this year. It was pretty, pretty easy. Right? Yeah. So I so. think that, that also explains these, what appears to be a slightly earlier dismissal of, for yeah. the year. So that's cool. My yeah. nephews were done last week. Uh, and what they, district are they in? They, well, they go to St. Joe's Prep. God, okay. So. If, they, if they could wrap it up in mid-February, how cool would that be? <laughs> right? Our graduation mm. is coming up on uh, the 12th. Uh, my son, I still haven't quite wrapped my mind around the fact that he's graduating from high, from high school, I, you know, on the 12th. I remember when he was born. I know. I mean, for God's sake, stop it. I've, I've started to see people, yeah. friends of mine, post pictures on on social media with all these wonderful tributes. And I remember, you know, when you were born and then you grew into this and now it's that. And I'm like, I'm not ready to write all no, that. You take, you take the other angle. Stop it. Stop it already. Stop this with this growing older. But it's happening. So, so we're in the throes of all that stuff right now. Uh, there was a high school principal who was speaking at a, at a graduation ceremony. I don't know the details on this, Steve, it where is, it was. It uh, is Principal Ken DeMoss from Parkersburg High School in West Virginia. And he was speaking to the class, mm-hmm. uh, the graduating class. <clears throat> and uh, afterwards, and even during, some of the students started to notice, this sounds familiar. And uh, it turns out... <clears throat> they were right. It was very familiar because Ashton Kutcher gave the same speech a couple of years earlier at the Kids' Choice Awards. You remember that what? speech that he gave, inspiring students to, <clears throat> you know, love the first jobs that they have and 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 have a good work ethic, and it'll serve you later on in life. And so um, people called him on it. One enterprising student <laughs> took his speech. And Ashton Kutcher's speech, and cut them side by side. Okay, so Is that what here, we have. You're going to have. You're going to hear the principal, and then you're going to hear Ashton Kutcher saying the same stuff. Here we go. I believe that opportunity looks a lot like hard work. I believe that opportunity looks a lot like hard work. Oh, when no. I became 15, I had to get my first paid job carrying shingles up and down a ladder to a roof. When I was 13, I had my first job with my dad carrying shingles up to the roof. Oh, I never. Oh, wait a minute. Oh no. <laughs> That's horrible. That's terrible. <laughs> well, hang on. Did he say 13 or 15? Because maybe. I'm sure, yes. Looks, well, sorry, Press. Yeah. Looks a lot like hard work. When I became 15, I had to get my first paid job carrying shingles up and down a ladder to a roof. When I was 13, I had my first. Oh, there it is. It's a big difference. Yeah. There you could use that, right? That's it, yes. Job with my dad carrying shingles up to the roof. I never had a job in my life that I was better than. And I've never had a job in my life that I was better than. Oh I was God. always lucky to just have a job. I was always just lucky to have a job. And every job I had was a stepping stone to my next job. And every job I had was a stepping stone to my next job. And I never quit my job. And I never quit my job. 
until I had my next job. Until I had my next job. What the hell? Wow. So, I mean. (laughs) Do you think somebody prepared that for him and handed it to him? No, he he copped to it. He apologized for it. He said he was influenced by it. He should have credited Ashton Kutcher's speech. Well, Change the thing about the shingles. Seriously. You know, bring up your actual, if you delivered pizzas or whatever it was. It gets worse because he says, during my time on that 70s show. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. And when I I married Mila Kunis, (laughs) I knew... Oh my! Oh my God. If you heard this terrible. audio independent of the story, wouldn't you think that Ashton Kutcher was the one that stole from the yeah. principal? Yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> that's just poor. Come on, man. So he apologized uh, profusely, oh and uh, but the fact is, there were, apparently, as it was going, you know, because this was sort of a there was a big deal made when Ashton Kutcher gave the speech. A lot of people cited it and thought it was very. Um, a very heartfelt and true thing to impart to these kids at the Kids' Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of national coverage for the speech. It resonated. <laughs> even the, even parents are like, wait, wait a wow. second. Uh, by the way, we got a text says, I'm a Philly teacher. We are getting out so early this year because we went back the second week of August last summer. Uh, they were trying out a new calendar, but people didn't like it, so we are going back to the old calendar next year. Yeah, I actually uh-huh. heard that. I think they're going to... Yeah, they went back really early. Yeah, yeah. they did. They they went back before Labor Day. Yeah. Well, that means they're getting a really long summer this sure. summer. Oh, right. This year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. By the way, I don't accept your apology principle, whatever your name is. Like, yeah. That's because if somebody else plagiarized something in this, in, and they got caught... Principal and they got DeMoss. Pay- and if they got caught plagiarizing, yeah. yeah. whether it was a speech or a paper or whatever, they would fail that, right? They'd get in a lot I mean, of trouble. They'd yeah. get in a lot of trouble. Now, yeah. there, there are no repercussions for him, you know. Well, it's he's getting national coverage as a plagiarist. Yeah. So uh, it, he's still going to be certainly not going to help. Yeah. yeah. He's not. He's probably not going to get. Uh, uh, penalized any of his salary or you executed. Know, executed or suspended any days, <laughs> and in a few years we'll all forget about this. Yeah, but you're right. It's it's a bad example for yeah. especially somebody in that role. Which, by the way, in the bizarre file, I've got like four school related stories that I'm going to lead with right off the bat. He goes on to say, Preston, yesterday, December seventh, nineteen forty one. Oh my god! And no, that's when people go, Yeah. If you get caught for plagiarism in college, you're immediately expelled, right? Like if it's one of those things where I believe that's I, the case. I don't think there's. A, I think it's a no tolerance policy. And uh, and part of the um, issue that I've heard over the last few years is that it's so easy to find other people's papers anywhere online, online. and and so people will just rip them off. But um, professors oh, can use software for like plagiarizing detective oh, uh, detecting really? software to to look into these. Uh, you know, if it sounds too good or it's you know. <laughs> Somebody was like, yeah, I ripped that off. I've told you guys about this before. My friend skated through college by ordering uh, term papers in the back of Rolling Stone magazine. The ads were all over the place. I always thought this was bogus, and then people started to tell me that's what they were doing. Mm. I never did because I was sure I would get caught. Yeah. And and I just, okay, I'll apply myself and God. do it and take take my lumps. <laughs> I just wish I would have known about that. It was easier to do that. You know, now, like Nick yeah. said, they have software to detect it. Didn't yeah. you have to bang your essay writer? <laughs> that was in high school. Oh, that, was high school. <laughs> that was high school. Um, <laughs> Nick, what, what is it called uh, when a uh, fraternity or sorority has like yeah. a... We literally had the records room, like in Fletch, and there was a, a, yeah. a place where we had, uh, and some of it was legit study guides. Like you could look at people's research from the past and, and glean from that 
uh, because it's the same subject. Right. But other times it was it was term papers from past semesters yeah, or past years, and people would just literally copy them and plagiarize. Yeah, there's something that it's called. I can't remember what that's called. Was, I, for I, us, it was the records room. And I there were, a, there were dates, though, as to when they were used so that you yeah. wouldn't use them within a certain amount mm, of, sure. of time period and which teachers they were, professors they were turned into. And stop and think about it, though, Kathy. If you go if you go to the library and you're taking out re- books or that are reference books to whatever, that are germane to the topic you're writing about, you're in essence, you're taking that, you're going to regurgitate it a little bit, you're going to change the wording. I mean, the process is you're going to hopefully learn while you're doing that. It's a variation on the same thing. When you're lifting whole paragraphs. Word for word. Yeah. Word for word. But I did that in grade school. When I had my, like, you know, I had Funk and Wagnalls or whatever, I would just take... What did you say? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> funk and Wagnalls, the encyclopedia. Funk and Wagnalls. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Um, I, I mean, I would just paragraph... I, you know, I just copy it, and you know, oh, I never. I was always so scared. Oh. I was so scared. I had to, and I was a pretty good writer in college, so I was okay writing my. Oh no, my I was papers. talking in grade school. In yeah, grade but school, even yeah. that, I was so nervous to do that because I would be the one to get I'm, caught. I'm right with you. I was, uh, I was pristine in my approach because I was sure. I just knew my luck, and I would get caught. Yeah. Well. Well, uh, anyhow, this guy was uh, busted, cold, but yeah. fortunately it wasn't for a grade. It was just a commencement speech. Hey, maybe he'll be at the next Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> uh, I, since we're speaking about uh, graduation and uh, and all things high school, uh, I saw this on, I think got this on BuzzFeed, um, 17 words of wisdom that every high school graduate should hear. It was on a Reddit uh, posting that was, what is something that you wish you knew when you were 18 years old, the life advice that people have been dishing out is 100%. So. Well, this is very relevant now because with uh, tomorrow, you know, school wrapping up here, yeah, yeah. Let, let's impart these words of wisdom. Yeah, so uh, here are some things that uh, that people recommended uh, that they wish they would have known when they were Mary 18. Mary so. Mila Kunis. Yeah, if you can do that, <laughs> probably good. No, here's one uh, that says, uh, and some of them are practical and others are more lifestyle and and uh mental and so on but so here's Hair a pra- care well here's a practical one don't f up your credit all right so no. this is, uh, somebody said that s is difficult to fix and it lasts a very long time yeah I've, I've told you guys this before but my friend brian walsh uh he would get credit card um statements in the mail and literally just throw them away yeah. and it was his, his credit was messed up for years and years as a result that's well, why you had at and college campuses were always there'd be the uh, table set up yeah. and they'd be there'd be these predatory credit card companies in that you know sign up sign up offer sign you up. free gifts and oh stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah yeah well and you have to be careful with that too because once you open that a lot of people um will forget about it they you actually applied for it and you now have this card even if you're not like nick's friend and not using it you still have the card yeah and, you know it kind of it can affect you it can all right here are some other uh pieces of, of advice uh making mistakes is okay life is about learning it's about getting up that's right too <laughs> words of it's not how heavy your debt or interest is it's about <laughs> if you divest and invest we had an intern. Financial advisor, John Rambo. <laughs> Make sure you're a limited liability company. <laughs> Are you through? Black no, we, we had an intern, and she was awesome. <laughs> like, one of the best interns we ever had. But she was so afraid of making a mistake that she just asked too many questions. And I had to pull her aside, and I said, listen, you need to mm. you need to be okay with, like, uh, you know, perhaps making a mistake, and, and then you can learn from it. But, uh, you know, we can't. Hold your hand through this whole process. Like, just, you know, 
choose to do something. That's good advice. And, and stick with it. Yeah. And if you make a mistake, then then learn from that. But like <clears> now, you show know, me wax the floor. Now show me wax. <laughs> now show me paint the fence. <laughs> right. She works in 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 the industry now. So there you okay. go. Here's one that says, uh, "Don't feel so desperate to get your life started." Uh, so as an example, they said, "I washed out of everything: college, the Marines, and a union factory job because all I thought about." was how to be an adult, in quotations. Yeah. Uh, when I got a job that was part-time and low-paying, I finally excelled to a point where I became a manager and started actually building experience that led me to a real career. I so. agree with this wholeheartedly because I think a lot of people place this heavy onus on themselves to, listen, You there are things you have to do to start moving along. Yep. But I, I think I always see kids blanch, you know, when you... Uh, what are you going to do for the next 50 years? I know. It's I like, know. don't worry. You're yeah. going to change your mind many times. Go experience things. Mm-hmm. Know that you're going to change your mind. Know that there's going to be things that are going to affect you where you're going to say, hey, maybe this is something I really want to get involved with. Yeah. My my brother went to school for to become an English teacher, went into the Army, became Secret Service, and then a, a, <laughs> an agent for the Justice Department. Yeah. It's all, you know, It's it, that's how it goes. My friends have uh, have three kids, and, and one of them had just graduated from college. She was very determined. One of those go-getters knows exactly what she wants to do. Work, 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 work. Get everything, do as much as you can. And she's got a really big gig that she's going straight out of college right into. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Other sibling, though... Kind of went off and found his way, you know what I mean? Worked yeah. a few different types of jobs, and now is doing great himself as well. So it depends on who you are. To that point, a sage bit of advice is make sure that when you do it, it's something you love doing. Oh my God. Because while the, the money might not be there at the beginning, if you really love it, you will do it well. You, chances are you'll do it well because you'll excel at it. You'll invest the time. Because you love And it. eventually the reward will be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You mentioned money. That was it for me. I wanted to start making money. So, like, I started my career right out of college as soon as I could. As soon as I could get a job because yeah. that's what it was. It was, okay, now it's time to start making money. Mm-hmm. I don't think that... That I knew that there were more jobs beyond the ones described in the game of life when I was playing. <laughs> right, yeah. I thought there was like doctor, <laughs> lawyer, teacher, and, and you know, and like these these preset jobs. I didn't have any idea that, for example, a radio producer could be a job out there. You know, so I, I think if there's one bit of advice that I could pass along is just keep your options open. There are so many options as to what actual jobs exist out there. You never know. And on a side note, did you hear that question on? Do you know how old the game of life is? No, it goes back. I, I, I do a quick check okay. because it was a Jeopardy question. The game of life once included suicide as an option. What? Oh my! No God. way! Yes, yes. So, so uh, yeah. Check on the origins. Oh the game has been around God. forever. Oh my God! Yeah, was, you know, Jeopardy. I'll just kill myself. Oh my God! You're right. Steve. I'm checking yeah. out. 1860. Great. Wow. 1860 by the, the original by the person Milton Bradley. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> and was and am I correct? Suicide was an option. Well, I'll look that part up next. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I, that, you right. didn't actually have to commit suicide when you were leaving the game. No, right? no, 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 just, no. Just your little yeah, stick figure yeah. character that sat in the car. But I digress. All right. Anyhow, yeah. let. By the way, it came out when 1860. Eight. Were there car, were there cars in 1860? Because you remember your oh. your little. It had to be like a like a buggy, like a buggy, I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. because your your icon was a little car that you put people in. So all right, it was originally called the checkered game of life. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, I have a few other things I want to get to. These we've only gotten to three of them. Um, <laughs> this one. Uh, this is 
really hard to understand at the time, but it is definitely yeah. true. There's always something to learn after a failed relationship. Oh, yes. Uh, it says even, Ask OJ. Even if at first it doesn't <laughs> seem like you did anything wrong, retrospection will reveal your own mistakes and failures, as well as others, I think. So, yeah, mm. it's it's really hard to take and really hard to understand, but that is true. You can learn something about yourself. Try to open yourself up to knowing, to accepting your faults and understanding that you have them and not bristle at the notion that you could have been the reason a relationship went asunder. Well, it's possible. That's the, that's the key yeah. is, is to be, you know, being open to your own faults because yeah. if you, you could just go through life blaming everybody else for your problems. And people love people and, like that. Uh, well, you know, when I was, uh, I was cleaning my house a couple of years ago and I came across a couple of papers that I had written in college Yeah, and I had held all this ill will towards this one professor because I thought she was an a-hole. Yeah. And then I'm reading this paper, and she had written a note on it, uh, and it was actually a positive note because uh, it was towards the end of the semester. And I was like, it dawned on me right then and there, she wasn't the problem. I was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time, I was the problem. And, you know, I, here I am, just like this 20, 21-year-old kid mm-hmm. who thinks he knows everything, and uh, and the reality was... She was right and I was wrong. Yep, it can happen. That whole time. Here's another one. I like this one. Once you graduate high school, you basically get a fresh start. It says whatever negative mm. stigma you had in high school, nerd, weird kid, whatever, doesn't matter anymore in the real world. Mm. Uh, so, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Ding. We now go into the bonus round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I, I agree with that one, that that you can, you can find your place and it, if it was not in high school you will find your place hopefully and it's so hard to know that in high school it is. because it's everything that you're surrounded socially in high school seems so incredibly important, important. at the time and yeah. school f's around with you because i remember like i was the big man on campus in first and second grade <laughs> oh, yeah. and then we moved and i kept get, we kept getting redistricted and uh and so i always ended up as the new kid in school and that just wears you down yeah so uh but you know but i mean god i was on top of the world in first grade. Here are some pieces of advice for those who are, uh, this is what people thought they they should have known when they were 18. It would have been nice to know. Here's one. It's important to ask questions that you don't want to hear the answer to. Yep. That's a, that's a good piece of advice. Here's another one. Learn when to give an F and when to not give an F. Mm. That'll know? save you oh a lot. Oh, my God. Yes, that it will. will. I mean, like a lot of, <laughs> there are a lot of times where you just, and I look back and go, why did I give a rat's yeah. ass about yeah. that? Why? It says, think how things will affect others and put yourself in their shoes. That's one way. Uh, that's one thing to consider as well. And then think how things that get you mad will affect you in five years and see if it's really worth being angry about. And sometimes that can be the clarity you need to go, you know what? Why am I mad? Yep. You know, uh, life is a marathon, not a sprint. It says, caring for your body now, protecting your joints, eating well, sleeping, drinking, alcohol in moderation, pays off the rest of your life. Don't start waking up in pain in your 30s. And honestly, only use the meth you make. Yeah. Right? Because you can you never don't know what tell. You, do know, you don't know. Yeah. Casey, you said many times about cigarettes, like you, you wish you'd never started when you were... You know, 18 or whatever it was. And 18. Was it younger than that? Yeah, like third grade. Okay. Oh, my God. I wish I never started eating chicken with bones. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Here's one that says it's okay to live the life you want. I like that. Living your best life. What's hate that? that. It, that's like the big thing on the, the internet. Impression right the impression yeah. or the sentiment? Uh, no, the, the sentiment. You know. <laughs> Hashtag living my best life. I know. Yeah. Well, you do you. I, All those I other. follow. What, what, what do you not like about that? I, it's just, uh, it's a cliche that I think is a little lame. 
Okay, so is it... Um... No, I think you should live your best life, okay. but you don't have to hashtag it every single time <laughs> okay. you do something cool. <laughs> it's okay to live the life you want. This uh, poster said, seeking approval from lovers, friends, parents, or anyone else leads you to starting over at 30. Uh, so You can always start over. You know, unless you're dead, you can always take another swing at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another one that says, sometimes the way we see people and the way they actually are are totally different. That's completely correct. Mm-hmm. I had an incident a few years ago when I was over in Maniac. There was a guy. We just, I'd, I'd see him when I was walking my dog. We had a, a little bit of a row one time. And, uh, you know, I would have loved to have punched him right in his face. I didn't, though. And uh, later on, I found out that he was going through a terrible situation at home. His wife was was terminally ill oh. and we became very good friends no after the fact but i if i had had the 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 um the brain to have just considered that was a possibility i would have not i regretted that first step but i'm glad we became friends afterwards understood another piece of advice you're better looking than you think you are that's pretty that's much that's not true in my case well no that goes for a lot of people i remember seeing uh, an interesting uh piece of video where people were to describe to essentially a sketch artist yeah their own features right and they would have them sketch it do you remember this Kath? Yeah. did you ever see it uh, yeah we should do this and everything yeah. looked disproportionate yeah, yeah, and incorrect yeah. but when they had a friend describe what this person looked like they were able to accurately draw it so how we see ourselves huh. as opposed to how others see us is usually way off the mark. Right. Uh, and I've also heard other things like uh, don't waste your skinny years thinking that you were fat. And um, uh, yeah, there's another <laughs> yeah, one. I wish, I wish I was as, uh, as skinny. skinny as, that's uh, how I see me. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I was as skinny now as I, as I was when I thought I was fat. Like, right. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. Uh, I think I, like a Jackson Pollock is probably representative. <laughs> uh, here's pra- practical advice. Brush your teeth and floss. Uh, it's very good advice. Dentist yeah. visits are expensive, this person says. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you guys make fun of me because I use my little flosser here. In during the, the show. Uh, during yeah. the show or whatever. Um, but I, ever since I started doing it, I have less dental problems. All right. All right. That's God. good. You've had, you've had your dental issues. I've so had I, my I dental issues. Well, yeah. All uh, you need now is a quip and you're rocking. <laughs> here's another one. Get relevant work experience. This says, if you have a major like nursing, computer science, or accounting, get an internship with related work experience and build contacts that will land you jobs Very in the future. sage advice. Yeah, internships, man, if you can squeeze in the time to do it, it in, in, in our particular business, it's one of the only ways to get into the business that we work so in. So when we had our, our uh, 20th anniversary on air, we got a lot, of, a lot of people coming in interviewing us, and they'd always ask that question. What, what, what advice would you give people looking to get into the career? Internship. I think Internship. I really think it's true. I mean, I know it's true for this industry, but I think it's true in, in every industry. Like, any way to get your foot in the door, anywhere that you're interested in pursuing a career, and if you're willing to work for free. I mean, you know, so many people that I know, myself included, work for free at some point during the day and wait tables at night. There, You know, there are ways to supplement your income, but interning is, is the best way to get a job. Don't get distracted with a job that's going to pull you well, the money's so good that I'm, you know, that I'm going to pull myself away from my dream because mm-hmm. I see yeah. people fall into that trap. A lot of people are texting him where we got this list. I will make sure that Nick has it and can post it on PrestonSteve.com. I, I believe it was through BuzzFeed, but I got to go back and double check. Uh, and it was a Reddit uh, thread. So this is number 14. There's 17 altogether pieces of advice. And this is true. Start saving your money as soon as possible. Stash that cash, man. And he, so I got into a time, you know, when I I lost a gig and I had my own studio, my little studio set up inside someone else's studio. 
and and things got tight. And you know, I I, I wish I had socked away more at that time. Yeah. Even when you think you're doing, you, you know, you're doing the right thing, it can come up and bite you. Begin investing as you soon got, as possible. Yes, like, yeah. like simple stuff, like mutual funds, things that it doesn't take an investor to know how to to manage. Pet rocks. Just, I put all my money into that. And look what happened. Yeah. Uh, you got in too late. I got Steve. in too late. Yeah. But uh, but something safe like that to ha- your money will work for you. It will. It will actually earn more money. Interest is an amazing. It's thing. crazy yeah. when you think about it, and it's everywhere. You just need to get it in there and let it start working for you. I am an idiot at that stuff. That's why I have a financial advisor to help me out with that. Type and of my thing. wife. Yeah. Let my wife do it. She's uh, smarter than I am. Next one is people you love will not be here forever. So show them and tell them that you love them. That's very important. It yeah. is. This says spend time with them now because it will be gone before you know it. And I feel like once you're 18, time starts moving really fast. The person that quoted or was quoted as saying. Uh, two more. Uh, another piece of advice for those who are 18. They wish they would have told themselves this. Go with your gut. Value your own opinions more and others less. You do. Well, you, well value other opinions, but do realize that at a certain point, you it's okay to trust your gut. Don't depending make an I, informed gut decision. I think that if you've if you've started to make if if you've made several poor decisions, <laughs> your instincts may be off, and, right. you, and then you may need assistance. But I've fortunately, I think I have really good instincts. It's helped me uh, in the long run. I'm not I'm not a very intelligent person when it comes to book smarts. I didn't have very good grades. I'm not really my attention is difficult to hang on to. But my instincts have served me well. And you and I together throughout the and throughout the course of the show, everybody, our instincts about what to do when people would tell us, oh, you should do this, you should do this more. It, we we kind of knew and felt where uh-huh. we should be going and it worked out. But you're right. If you've had a steady stream of abysmal failures, yeah. it might be good to seek out someone else's advice. Yeah. Somebody... You've been arrested a bunch of times or something like right. that. Your instincts <laughs> yeah. aren't. You need to read. Yeah. If, you need if, to maybe go with the opposite of what you if they're putting think is a good idea. Electrodes on your forehead and, yeah. and clamping your hands down on a chair. You've made some bad choices. <laughs> maybe ask for some yeah. advice. I thought you were legit asking Steve. Have you been arrested a bunch of times? <laughs> yes, when I have. <laughs> when you said that to him, oh, like, yeah. you've been arrested a bunch of times. A ton of times. Yeah. When I uh, first started with you guys, I was given advice to go to another market and cut my teeth somewhere else. Yeah, and then you know work my way back into a into a bigger market. Really? I did. Yeah, and then he also said. Uh, buy as many fedoras as you possibly could. Oh, shut up. And I, know, <laughs> I know who this guy was. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Right? Yeah. Doesn't matter, though. Dude's rocking the Caymans. Mm-hmm. All right, and then one last piece of advice is it doesn't... Now, I, this is really... I, I do like this. It doesn't get easier. You get better. Huh. I like the way... I, I do like the sensibility of that because a, a big saying is it will get better. And... It gets better because you get better, I think, as opposed to it doesn't mean that that life is going to get easier, that your challenges are going to be fewer and less difficult. You just learn how to take on those challenges as you as you progress in life. Would that be akin to people distance them, distance themselves more because you get smellier? (laughs) Maybe if you just want. Yes. If you get older away from you. I think, though, uh, I think there's probably something to be said for that, that you um, your skill set. Yeah. What appears to be, you start to say, you just get good at things. You learn how to handle you get, stuff. You know how to, yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, if you can have, if you, honestly, it goes back to, I think, finding what 
what inspires you, finding what you love, taking the time, knowing that it's going to be tough, giving yourself the leeway to do that. But when you get, I've never heard anyone regret sticking to their guns and doing something they love. There's uh, there's an interesting moment in uh, the movie Parenthood. Yeah. Which is a great film. Steve Martin's dad, Jason Robards, in this is having a kind of a heart, their only heart-to-heart that they have. He's just a, an insufferable curmudgeon. He is, but he, he and, and this kind of depressed me, I remember, because yeah. I was in my early 20s when I when I remember seeing, but it, but he goes to him, he gives him some very frank, his, his perception of life, he goes, it never ends. <laughs> he goes, you never end. Cross, you never get into the end zone and spike the ball and do your touchdown dance. He goes, it never ends. And that kind of bothered me when I remember seeing that. Yeah. But then this makes it a little bit more clear. It doesn't get easier. You get better. You learn how to take on all these things as you get older. And if you're lucky, you end up on Bachelor Island. Oh, my God. <laughs> and in love. In love. Yeah. Can I add, too, um, if, if you're going to college... Uh, first of all, go to class. It's really important. Uh, and it's better to go to class than it is to sleep in on a Thursday. Trust me. And uh, the second is uh, learn about student loans. Figure out how you're going to pay them back, when you're going to pay them back, what the interest rates are, because student loans can be crippling. And if you can manage them in a, in a productive way, I mean, that goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Preston, about managing money earlier on. Mm-hmm. It can be very helpful when you're paying back those student loans in your 20s and maybe 30s. Yep. So anyhow... I think are, there's some sage advice. Yeah, I think there's some good stuff in here. Yeah. It's, it's called 17 Words of Wisdom that every high school graduate should hear. It was from a, a Reddit user, uh, Robbie Vermont, who had posted it, uh, writing, what is something that you wish you knew when you were 18 years old? And it's some good stuff. So I'll make sure that we get this article and we post it on, uh, on PrestonSteve.com. You can share it with uh, with people who could use some advice like this. Yes. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with uh, many bad decisions that people have made, because I'll have the bizarre file, and a lot of them are scholastically um, applied today. I'll explain when we get back, so stay with us. You know what? Not before we do this, though. Dark Phoenix, we have a screening of the X-Men film, which is coming out on Wednesday at the UA King of Prussia. It's at 7.30. You need to be there by 7. Let's get you in the theater. Five callers, 215-263-WMMR. We'll take care of you, and we'll be right back. Hey gang, we need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher on August 8th or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. This Saturday is the 14th and no it's not this saturday it's a week from this saturday uh the i believe for president steve blood drive oh thank god you corrected that. sorry Woof. 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 Uh, but i want to start um mentioning it a little more often we've been uh, kind of letting it breathe a little bit we have uh, recorded promos and the other jocks here on mmr have been uh uh teasing it and we appreciate that but uh we want to have the biggest blood drive in the entire country we were we came with 
within 20 units, like 12 units or something. I think you're right. 12. We had no, unbeknownst to us. So, listen. Let's go for it. It's all good, but let's go for it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have another number To have the largest single-sponsored food drive and the largest single-day blood drive in the country would be pretty cool. I agree. I agree. And the blood is absolutely positively needed right now for the Red Cross. Details are at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest President's Eve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. So remember, it's Saturday, June 15th. You book the actual time. And we are headed back to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks this year. So it's uh, we're familiar with the layout, and uh, it'll be great. There's all kinds of kids' activities. So if you, if you have to bring one of your kids with you, they, uh, they have some stuff to do during that time. And we're going to be giving one a concert tickets, all kinds of stuff. And uh, come out and... and First time ever, I believe, this year. Pierre Robert, broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. We're ecstatic yeah. to have Pierre out doing that. It's so cool. And Preston, this year more than ever, we're going to ask you to review the things that might keep you from donating blood when you arrive. Correct? Yes, most definitely. So it could be travel restrictions. It could be medications that you're taking. Things that you may not have thought about. Just quickly go to uh, the Red Cross website. And take a look, or you can go to PrestonandSteve.com, the information's there. But but take a quick little, you know, trip through the research department and make sure that we're not filling up a spot that somebody else could legitimately be donating. Yeah, I, I already know that I can't donate because I got a tattoo last year. Okay. Uh, so if you get a tattoo in the state of Pennsylvania, in New Jersey, you're fine. But for some reason, Pennsylvania, you're restricted uh, for a year. And we need to see if the traveling to London... Uh, has, uh, you know, any, anytime you go out of the country, it's, there could be one reason or another. It's not all the time, but sometimes they have restrictions because you travel to a certain country. We'll check. So, yeah. Absolutely. The onus is on us to check. I'm, yeah. uh, we're, we're probably good, but it's well worth checking. And we ask you to do the same because we want to make sure, again, if we're just covering, you know, 15 to 20 pints gets us the first spot. Please. Then let's do it. Let's let's get you on board. So, so if you could... Ask your friends, your family members to join in as well. We would appreciate the, especially those who've done it year after year after year. Kind of nudge them a little bit and see if they can be a part of this record-breaking event. Anybody you know who has blood? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone you know who happens to have blood, Mm. tell them about it. That's like most people, I think. Most people At least three quarters, probably. Most people have blood, yeah. All right, we should do the Bizarre Five. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. All right, I, they, I, I checked here. I think I have three stories that all have to do with school. So uh-huh. let's let's go to school, folks. We'll start with this. A head teacher who used school funds to turn his office into a sex dungeon has been banned <laughs> oh. from the profession for life. All oh, right. James Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Is 74 years old. He was executive principal at Sawtree Village Academy in Cambridgeshire in England until 2014 when the Department of Education launched an investigation into his running of the school. Well, you see, I I like to be spanked by hot bitches. (laughs) Is that so wrong? He was convicted of fraud and misconduct. Uh, the former teacher defrauded the school. Uh, I have a leather dog match that really <laughs> gets me off. He had defrauded the school of more than two hundred thousand uh, dollars. The BBC reported at the time, which he used to pay off uh, credit card debt and bills. And he also turned an office into an inner sanctum where sex toys and condoms were found. He also it's admit- where I go to do the figging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
He also admitted drinking alcohol on site and having regular sex with another adult in one of his school offices. Is it so wrong, though, for a teacher to sort of personalize a room? Uh, No, in fact, you're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, The school has been left in serious financial difficulty, and this was not least because of the activities of the former head, which included building a sex dungeon alongside his office for his private use. Uh, A teaching regulation agency panel concluded that it was proportionate to ban Stewart from teaching indefinitely. The report said, whilst Mr. Stewart previously had a good record, the panel found no evidence that the teacher's actions were not deliberate, nor was he acting under duress. In fact, the panel found the teacher's actions to be calculated, motivated, and sustained for a number of years. So he is never going to be able to teach I like the wording on that. Yeah. Michael Kumo, the principal at Holy Family Catholic School in Port Allen, an educator who previously received the prestigious $25,000 Milken Award. Ooh, the Milken Award. Has resigned after his arrest early Friday at a Washington, D.C. strip club while on a school field trip to the the nation's capital. Was he picking up the Merkin Award? (laughs) Uh, He may have been. So... The spokesman for the diocese said that the incident occurred while Kumo was with students on a school-sponsored trip. Those students were in their hotel rooms under the supervision of other chaperones when Kumo was arrested. He submitted his resignation as principal. According to the arrest report, officers were dispatched at about 2.20 a.m. Friday to Archibald's Gentleman's Club... (laughs) Archie's Gentleman's Club. ...on a complaint about an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill. Uh, The report says that Kumo was found standing in a roadway refusing to move. He was asked to move multiple times, but refused. I'm not gonna. Uh, Kumo was arrested on counts of public intoxication and uh, uh, possession of an open container of alcohol. Uh, Kumo had a service dog with him while he was at the strip club. I don't know why. And, by the way, that strip club is about a quarter-mile walk down from the White House. So he was right around the corner from the nation's Wow, wow, wow. Exactly. So, tough day for him. Tough night. Stupid! (laughs) Uh, An elementary school in Scranton was closed Thursday morning after educators realized somebody broke in and got naked and vandalized the place. Teachers discovered vandalism in parts of the gym and areas of the school. Uh, according to the Scranton police uh, chief, once inside the school, the male took off his clothes and was walking through at least a portion of the school. What's the naked thing? Are we thinking drugs? Yeah. Maybe. Earlier in the day, uh, television station WNEP was at the school for a segment about safety surrounding running in the dark. When they... <laughs> that That's a segment? I guess so. Yeah. They're in Scranton, dude. They need yeah. stuff to write about. Sometimes running in the dark can cause injuries, especially if you collide with things you can't see. You know they're right. Yeah. When they around when they arrived around 4 a.m., a mess of Murphy's jumping o- into pools of burning oil can be hazardous to your health. When they arrived around 4 a.m., a mess of Murphy's oil soap was already cleaned <laughs> off the gym floor. Initially, some thought it was just a school prank, and that was until the principal reviewed security footage later in the morning. Uh, for safety, the school officials decided to close the cla- close the school for classes, but they don't know who this guy was, and they are trying to figure out how to find him. So. Uh, a Florida, well, here's the fourth uh, school. There you go. Story. A Florida high school teacher raised eyebrows this week when, after allegedly writing WTF is this on a student's homework. Okay. <laughs> Melinda Smith, the student's mother, was shocked when her son showed her science uh, homework with the comment WTF is this, absolutely no credit. It was written on the top. 
She said it wasn't anything about not getting the credit. It was more so the language about the writing to students that was very inappropriate and not acceptable for teacher for a teacher whatsoever, Smith says. Uh, her son is a student at Rutherford High School in Panama City. Smith said the teacher should be reprimanded. Uh, the principal said that school officials have been notified of the situation and are conducting an investigation. You think WTF? people just forget? Yeah. I think so sometimes. Maybe. You know, it's, it's such like, a default thing. Yeah, like this isn't a bad word, nor does it stand for bad words. Yeah. Well, yeah. suck, we talked about when you used to say that sucks. Right. Yeah. That, <gasps> yeah. that had a much more graphic connotation. Now it's sort of yeah. uh, neutered. In fact, suck it is, <laughs> yes. a, big, is that's it. a yeah. phrase that's used quite a bit. And what do you think they're talking about <laughs> sucking on? <laughs> well, you know, we've kind of let that go. One last story. I love this one. Jonathan Parker, the former chairman of the Idaho Republican Party, has been arrested on a felony first-degree stalking charge. Parker was booked Thursday night into the county jail by Boise police. Police say Parker repeatedly disguised himself with a wig and pleasured himself while hiding in the bushes near his wife's apartment complex. Near his, his wife's? Are they estranged? Yes. So his wife, Kelly Parker, filed for divorce from him in March. A temporary restraining order relating to children and property was issued, but a judge ordered all records in the case sealed earlier this month. Is that you out there? No, it's another guy with a wing. (laughs) Parker repeatedly shook his head from side to side during his video arraignment. His lawyer called the situation a grand misunderstanding. Okay. What are you doing out there in the bushes? It's not me. It's a strange guy with a different hairstyle. But listen listen to this. So, so the, the, the lawyer argued that Parker was going to a costume party oh, huh? okay. and was peering through windows to scare a different woman. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and what about the pleasuring? A, they, they didn't They left that, that part out of the... Uh... A judge set the bond at $80,000 and issued another no-contact order. Parker cannot be within 500 feet of his estranged wife. And no wigs. Uh, Parker left his position with the Idaho Republican Party in February. He had been chairman since 2017. Previously, he served as executive director for the state GOP and was a staffer to former Congressman Bill Salee. So, things have gone asunder for this gentleman. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. We're going to take a quick break. We are going to come back in just a moment. Make sure that you stay close. New Word of the Week prize this week, Hershey Park. And when I get there, we got four uh, tickets and an overnight stay. So get yourself set for the letter of the day at the end of the program. We'll be back in a moment. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Don't miss the First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd through 28th. See the best in stand-up comedy along with some of your favorite podcasts like readings, Q&As, and more at the Met Philadelphia, The Fillmore, TLA, and Punchline. Like Burt Chrysler. We went ziplining, and we get there, and I start looking at other families like sizing us up, going, those parents look like they do CrossFit. Then I look at me and my wife, I'm like, oh, we look like crossing guards. Also, how did this get made with Jason Manzukas and Paul Shearer, The Try Guys, Gil Tony, Daniel Schloss, Che Guerrera, and more. Tickets and info for all shows at FactPhilly.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thanks, Cass. Steve, you've got an event coming up. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Preston, for indulging me and everybody for listening. I'm going to hit this a few times on uh, the way to it. It's June 20th. It's Mutiny on the Mashulu Mewtwo, and it's on the deck of the Mashulu. Pretty clever, huh? I, I like it. My wife's By the Mutiny is spelled M-E-W. Yes, thank you. It's, it's part of it's yes. what I did there. Yep. Uh, so it's part of the Max Fund, which is uh, Claire's charity, which she set up to provide financial resources for the care of homeless and feral cats. 
And it's basically the way Phil Abundance provides food for a whole bunch of different charities is what Max Fund endeavors to do. So the first one was last year. It was a huge success. It sold out. Uh, and, and what happens is all these entertainers and all these uh, vendors provide all this stuff gratis. And we have a whole bunch of stuff this year. Again, it's a 6, six to 9, June 20th. And uh, we have all sorts of stuff. Music by DJ Perry. Juggling and Bubble Show by Doug Stafford. Acts of Strength by Babyface Reed. Magic by Mike Palladino. Tarot card readers. Character artists. A cat lady drag queen. Hasta la vista. Photo booths. Uh, arts and crafts from Hammer and Stain. Uh, stilt walkers. Contortionists. The whole damn deal. And they're all wandering around while you're enjoying the happy hour. It's 6 to 9. And Yards Brewery is providing stuff. Revivalist Gin, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, Chatsford Winery. We have delicious desserts from the Mixie Chicks uh, Macrons. Um, nothing Bunt Cakes of Ardmore. Tuck-Ins, which is this awesome, like, s'mores on a stick. They're they're just, they're great. They're going to be there. Casey, Zaz Ice Cream is going to oh, be there. yes. Yes, and they're, they're awesome. So all of this delicious, wonderful stuff going on. Plus, there's the Kitten Cuddle Corner. Uh, silent auction, raffles 50-50. It's a blast. The whole idea is just to have fun in the most casual way while these entertainers wander around. And while you're doing that, you're helping provide money that's going to go to help these animals. If you're a cat fan or if just a fan of a good time, I'd love for you to, to be a part of it. So, again, it's going to be on June 20th. Tickets are available right now. So if you go to PrestonandSteve.com, there's a link. And I will be there. I think, Nick, you said you might be there as well. Yeah, I'm not allowed to bring any cats home, though. <laughs> Pierre's, uh, is, and I know Marissa's going to try, and we're going to have a few other people down there. But it's really just about coming out and having a good time. And we have uh, the Mutineers, uh, I mean, the the, uh, the Pirateers, which are some of our calendar girls, and uh, uh, our own Joss uh, helps out and does that as well. So it's 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 it's... I like it because it reminds me, Preston, you know, Circus Circus in Vegas where you go about yeah. and have a good time and the circus is happening around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the, you don't have to sit down and watch a show. It's all happening as you move around the, the deck. Cool. And at the Mashula, they've just been nothing but wonderful with providing us um, the place to do it. So I'd appreciate it if you can. I'm going to hit it a few more times. Don't hate me for doing it. But it's a good cause, and we'd love to have you participate. So thank you. June 20th. June 20th. Get the info. Hey, um, we found out why uh, Ellen DeGeneres was uh, mentioning the Phillies game. Was that last week? Last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had assumed maybe it had something to do with John Dornboss, and yes, it did. Okay. Uh, So they were there to give away a Chevy Blazer. To a uh, lucky Philly fan, huh. uh, and Doran Boss was there, and uh, Reese Hoskins helped that as well. Now, was it the Blazer, the whole suit, or was it? No, I think it was, the whole. Yeah, it was a vehicle. Yeah. Oh, a Chevy Blazer. Yeah, it's been I, gone for what, like 14, 15 years, or something like that. Has it? Yeah, my my wife is a huge Blazer fan, and um, yeah. So when she got her like first like sales gig, mm-hmm. she had a Blazer. Okay, she had to sell it. Because she was given a company car, and so and this she, is a big bring back. Yeah, it's a big. But they, cha- I mean, they really changed the body. It's pretty. I badass, have not yeah. even seen it. I got to take a look at it. I don't like it. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I kind of like it. Ellen gave one away, uh, and they had a. Uh, apparently, they had a contest that they were doing. So that's what uh, that's what was going on because they had teased or she had teased that they were going to be there, and they played a, a game of uh, not blindfolded musical chairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the it was a uh, basically a baseball themed version of musical chairs, and uh, ten contestants were grabbing at baseballs rather than uh, running around and sitting in chairs and stuff like that. So. And Reese Hoskins is really good on camera and on, yeah. on. He's a good interview. He is, and uh, and he looks like he's having fun at this thing too, man. That's cool. Ellen yeah. comes up with some. I mean, her her crew or production team they come up with some really good games, and she has that uh, her game show, her game show, yeah, which mm-hmm. is actually a pretty solid. So. Um, uh, yeah, the, the stuff they do is great, and uh, Doran Boss is 
Yeah. Is excellent on camera as well. And she clearly loves the crap out of him. So is he doing more with her now? He does a lot with her now. Yeah. 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 So she really they they really got on very, very well from the get go and, and now using him. I'm wondering if he'll, you know get married? Well, no, not nah, that. That's not going to happen. No, oh, maybe yeah, I guess it, you're right. If he, if John were to end up, you know, hosting some type of TV show or something like that, you never know. I could, well, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got the charisma yeah. and he's got the magic. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. He's used to being on stage. Yeah. Uh, he knows how to work a crowd. So uh, something like that could happen. So um, that was pretty cool. They were in town, but it was when uh, nasty weather was coming through. Like there were tornado warnings and yep. everything. <laughs> So that's why they were here. But uh, which, by the way, I want to uh, thank the staff at the ballpark. Yesterday, we had the uh, take steps walk for uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Ended up being a beautiful day. Ended up just being a stunningly beautiful day because there were supposed to be storms coming through, but it was wonderful. And uh, about three thousand people or so showed up. So we uh, we appreciate all the support. Um, this would be nice if they had this at the Citizens Bank Park. But the Eiffel Tower just got a uh, a zip line. Whoa. Yep. Uh, you, the French mineral water brand Perrier has set up a zip line. Uh, it'll take riders on a once-in-a-lifetime ride from the structure with speeds up to 90 kilometers per hour. Uh, it begins at the balcony of the tower, so it's on the, the lowest part that you go up to. You know Is what it I mean? 90 kilometers an hour because it's uh, over in Europe? Uh, yeah, that okay. would be it. Yeah, and I don't have the conversion speed. So it's still um, pretty freaking fast. Like Sixty fast. miles an hour. Sixty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. All right. It begins at so five liters. <laughs> the, the journey of two thousand six hundred and twenty-five feet, which lasts around sixty seconds, so a full minute of, of zip. That's not bad. Uh, begins at the balcony of the tower. It's about three hundred thirty-seven feet up and ends at a military complex. Uh, members of the public can win tickets to ride by entering an online lottery via the Perrier Instagram page. And well, as you're going down the zip line. Uh, people are throwing baguettes and cheese into your mouth. Oh, that's below. great. That's what they do? So yeah. This isn't going to last that long? Or... No. Okay. No, it's not going to be a permanent attraction. This isn't the first time they've had a zip line there, though. It's been assembled at the... Uh, it's uh, In 2017, it was set up to celebrate the French Open. Okay. So, uh, what would the um, what would the ride be like if you did it from the absolute top? Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Well, so that I, would be <laughs> insane. I did a zip line last year when I was in uh, New Hampshire, and it was amazing. We went faster than sixty miles per hour, and we went like all the way eighty. We we were up there. I mean, you basically go as fast as you allow. Light. You, uh, well, a is as you weigh. And B, as as you allow yourself to go, or at least the the one that we did. Okay, but it had a little handbrake yeah, on it. Yeah, it had a little oh, handbrake oh, on it. Oh, very cool. Stuff. But, <clears throat> excuse me, the first one we did was like a mile long. So, you know, you, Whoa, you, yeah. a mile long zip, huh? Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> I could be lying. Um, <laughs> it, it was uh, uphill. Well, we took, it was, a, it was a series of two different zip lines that we took, because you took the, um, the, the uh, ski lift all the way up to the top of the mountain. Yeah. And you took one really, really long uh, zip line to, you know, another part of the mountain and then all the way down to the bottom. It's quite actually at Whistler. They have a whole uh, uh, it's a whole course. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you did you do it when you were Whistler? They Mm -hmm. had a zip line tour. Claire did it. um, And uh, my wife and uh, it goes on and on and on. But Mm -hmm. you're going at some steep drops. Sure. It's at parts of the trip. And uh, it's very cool. 
We've done the Spring Mountain one a few times. Yeah, which yeah. Is a lot of fun. They have yeah. several zips that you get to do. But, uh, yeah, you can now do that at the, the Eiffel Tower. By the way, these are just little odds and ends oh. of uh, stories that okay. I'm uh, throwing I forget which there. theme goes with this one. Uh, I don't. I don't remember which voice. <clears throat> yeah, Nick's going to, or Casey will uh, we'll I got time to head over to the odds and ends store. There yeah. Where proprietor Preston Elliott has some odds and ends to deliver to you. Yes. Don't oh. forget to pick up some flour while you're there and some grain for the chickens. <laughs> Speaking of chickens... Um, Just one more of the stupid characters we do to tell you the same stories in different ways. Okay? We'll go to waterfowl instead of... Uh... Uh, whatever chickens are. They're just foul. Another kind of foul. They're just yeah. foul. Right? They're just foul yeah. and filthy, and I hate them. Ground foul. <laughs> uh, the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources is asking for volunteers to help count the loons on lakes oh. across the state this summer. Uh, so, there's one. There's <laughs> two. Keep counting, you old bitch. The hell are you doing, you crazy old crone? She's counting the loons. I'm counting loons, Norman. <laughs> I'm going to be in here counting Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) As I try to overdose and kill myself. (laughs) And this misery. So he doesn't have to listen to you count the whole time. Yeah. Uh, So Crazy old bitch. Shut up. To help the process, the uh, Department of Natural Resources says it's launching a new online system that will allow volunteers uh, allow volunteers to turn to determine where they can help. Uh, volunteers will be required to. I guess we don't read a zip line. Yeah. Uh, volunteers Shut up. would be required to dedicate a morning between June twenty eighth and July eighth <laughs> to count loons on at least one of their one hundred and fifty lakes. Uh, volunteers would have to commit two to four hours per lake. Sometime between 5 a.m. and noon on uh, the given day to count. Boy, that sure sounds exciting. <laughs> I'll be down there in just a few minutes. I'm just going to swan dive into the wood chipper. Uh, the Department of Natural Resources says its annual count is a critical process to protect the loon population, by the way. so I have severe rheumatoid arthritis. Every day is a living agony. <laughs> And you want me to go out and count loons? <laughs> yes, we yeah. do, actually. Uh, it's been years since I wiped my ass and not had blood on the tissue. <laughs> cool. So I'm supposed to care about this? No, I mean, that's disgusting. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's that version. This this is a loons version of <laughs> right here. <laughs> this one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Ric Flair loon. Yep. <laughs> By the way, they are pretty amazing to hear in in nature. When the only time that I've been to yeah, Maine, they're a riot. <laughs> the only time that I've been to Maine, they'll drive you stark raving mad. We stayed on a lake, and when they when they would when they would vocalize in the evening, it was so cool. It is beautiful, it was and, really and awesome. the, the 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 golden all those th- that whole area is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, any you know any loon pond is gorgeous. I want to get back there. I definitely want to get back there. All right, uh, back to the store and uh, another story or two. There's proprietor Preston in the window, <laughs> making sure the display looks like just so. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Preston, you have any buckshot? <laughs> I want to shoot the old bitch. She's back at the house counting loons. <laughs> yes, sir, right this yeah. way, sir. We have plenty of buckshot for you. You have right? a bear trap I could slap over her head? <laughs> 
Katz's Delicatessen. Oh, the famous Katz Delicatessen. Yep, yep. I've been. Uh, did you get a uh, big corned beef sandwich? <sighs> not big corned beef sandwich because uh, I'm not uh, a massive fan of corned beef. Pastrami? But, uh, no, they're, they're turkey <laughs> sandwich. You, if you if you were a shark and could disconnect your jaw, you could take it on. They're just huge sandwiches. Yeah, it's obscene. Yeah, uh, the amount they give it. Well, they have a, a very novel contest this July. Uh, the legendary Jewish deli, known for its uh, pastrami and corned beef sandwiches, is celebrating the 30th anniversary of the romantic comedy When Harry Met Sally. Ah, and they are inviting fans to demonstrate their ability to ability to fake an orgasm, much like Meg Ryan's character did while dining there with Billy Crystal's character in the movie. Is there an option to not fake it and really do the real thing? <laughs> Ooh, there should be. You're actually having sex at table six. The contest is happening July 12th. It is open to all genders and will be judged by notable New Yorkers and special guests. Uh, the that day, the deli will also offer an "I'll have I'll have what she's having" package for one hundred and thirty five dollars, and that includes exclusive merch and classic favorites, as well as ingredients to make a specialty pastrami on rye sandwich ordered by Crystal's character and the turkey sandwich ordered by Ryan's character. That's such a great movie. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that's... they'll they'll stop by, right? I mean, if if they're doing this big celebration, I would think that both of those stars have been maybe Rob Reiner. I would bet you Billy Crystal makes it by for sure. He's right there. Yeah, he's a New York. So, guy. Yeah, yeah, Rob Reiner's West Coast, but um, oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, who knows though? He's you know this this is a uh, seminal movie. Yeah, I you know what? Do, do you think it's for for a place like that that surges those sandwiches that big? Because you have that and you got the Carnegie Deli. They yes, serve really big. Not sandwiches same too. deal. Big yeah. big kosher sandwiches. Are they tourist attractions? They are. Or do locals yep. go there? You think locals do? Uh, but it's like uh, there's. Um, like in uh, Little Italy, Little Italy is what I'm attempting to say, Mama Leone's. Mm-hmm. So you go into Mama Leone's, and it is um, probably 80% tourists and 20% locals, but there are some locals. Okay. All right. Uh, so if, you, if you're pretty good at faking an orgasm, uh, you may want to go by there. And I don't you know, know now, if they're giving anything away. After my surgery, prostate surgery, I can fake an orgasm. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before you got, I could. You got nothing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's another story. This one I meant to get to last week, and this proves that Marissa Magnata is the happiest woman on earth. Uh, A professor of behavioral science at the London School of Economics, Paul Dolan, says that women who are not married and don't have children are the happiest group in the population. (laughs) Is that right? And are also likely to outlive their married, child-rearing peers as well as be healthier than them. So uh, she's sitting there wow. smiling. She is. Well, I mean, look at what she did this weekend. I mean, she just went to somewhere in Ohio for some big punk yeah. music festival. What yeah. was it? Drove out to Thornville, Ohio for a uh, Camp Anarchy, Rancid and No Effects and Pennywise and Lesson Jake and Bad Religion. We actually bumped into, we just met uh, a group of guys. There's three guys that used to be in like a punk band in the 90s and 2000s. Um, and we just became friends with them, and, and they were three dads, and we took them out on Saturday night. Um, there's not many bars that are open late uh, after a festival in Thornville, Ohio, but we found them, um, and the guys were hurting so bad <laughs> yesterday. What about you? Uh, no. did you? Did you get in this morning, or did you get back last night? No, we drove right from the festival. We left in the middle of no effects last night and got here. Okay. A few All right. Yeah. Later That's than what they and did the same thing last year. Yeah. And 
She oh, just sort of comes and goes. Last year was, was yeah. it much better weather this time, right? Yes. All last right. year it was pouring the entire time, and there were threats of rain the entire weekend. <laughs> um, I went to local Walmart and bought some throwaway sneakers that I'm still wearing right now. Uh, but, no, it was actually nice. It was a little dusty, but it was fine. So all the time that's going on, do you, do you savor the notion that you're going to live longer than your married counterparts? Now I will. Okay. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, here's here's an example of uh, Marissa and where her life is. It's Friday. You want to do anything this weekend? I don't even want to go to Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they just yeah. go. Well, I got a pack, uh, so yeah, give me about a half hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. No, she did. just goes there and buys, buys shoes from the Portuguese Walmart. I packed on Friday morning for this one, uh, like, well, Thursday night, I should say, and I packed two bags of clothes because I just didn't even have time to look through them. I would just mm. literally throw half my closet and was like, all right, let's go. That's it. She's living the life. She's going to outlive us, and she's going to be healthier. You dressed decidedly different at this festival concert than you do for uh, the MMRBQ. You had your punk duds on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got my flat brim hat. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. We, I don't, we don't have to get into this now, but but the punk scene right now and, like, no effects and Fat Mike and, and just cross-dressing and, and no-dressing, lots of naked people walking around. Really? It's very fun, yeah. Okay. Uh, the professor notes that the previous research has shown men get health benefits from being married and also usually calm down as a result of putting a ring on it, while women show no changes in health after getting married, and middle-aged married women actually have been found to be at higher risk of physical and mental conditions compared to their single peers. So you're saying uh, <laughs> we married crazy. men are killing our married wives. Yeah, basically. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They're, they're... <laughs> okay. So we're drowning, and they're saving us. And we're dragging and, them and down. And we're using You're them as personal yeah. flotation devices. Listen, yeah, if it has to be down. one yeah. way, I'm kind of glad that's the way it's breaking. I yeah. love my wife, but listen. I, I knew she saved me years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. And now you're killing her. <laughs> and now I'm killing her. You're like the weight belt. I am the weight right. belt walking across the bottom well, of the pool. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, here's another little thing from the general store. Is this music queued yep. up ready to go? I can just hit this. Goddamn music. All right. There it is. Uh, Steve, you'll like this one. Um, this is very interesting. So Disney World. Yes. Uh, can sometimes be, you know, its own little bubble. But now visitors with Amazon Prime can get same-day delivery as Amazon is now offering that service in Orlando. You can you can also benefit from this if you're a Prime member using Universal Studios or simply live in Orlando. The only catch is you have to place an order greater than $20 to get it delivered on the same day and get it sent to your resort. You'll have to you'll have to go to the Amazon Prime Now storefront and type in your resort name with the word guest plus your name after it and then add the resort's physical address. But you can get something sent the same day to your resort. To your resort if you're staying at the Disney or Universal. I wonder how how much this will translate into more vacation locations. Well, so, they they already have these services. In, do they? In Orlando. Yeah, there's a lot of them and they'll deliver groceries and things like that to you. So now it's just easier because it's Amazon if you already have an Amazon account you're not right. going to like a separate site. Yes. So I mean there there are different services that will that go shop will go shop for you and, and go get things and right. you know, that's that's a given. So if you but if you're like here if you're staying at the Hilton and you you order something from Amazon and have it sent to the Hilton you can you get same day or uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I think okay. it it has to be it's like a delivery service. It has to be like you said $20 or more. Um but they will do I think there's a small fee which uh, I'm not really loving that, but but yeah, you can't have it delivered. Okay, all right. I was not aware of that. Can you imagine? I, 
can't imagine being at a resort and all of a sudden, hey, we need something. Boom, order it. It's there. That yeah, well, I know. My it's brother, amazing. my brother's a vacation club member uh, of Disney, and so they go quite often. And and when they do, they go for a long time, and they'll often, uh, in they'll. Uh, order stuff, or or they used to ship stuff down there. I'm talking like... Like case- their luggage and stuff? No, no, no. Oh. I'm talking like cases of water and, and all oh. that sort of oh, stuff. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. You know, I never think to do that stuff, but... We- it, Sorry. I guess it does make sense. We just did it when we were in Nashville. Um, we knew that we were going to need a lot of water and Gatorade. Condoms. <laughs> and liquid IV, so uh, <laughs> we had it uh, delivered to the room wow. prior to us getting there. It was all set up when we got there. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. 40-year-old women. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, say I'm saying you guys, you guys rock. Yeah, you got it made. Yep. You got it covered. Um, that's interesting. But, I mean, yeah, so if you're, it's almost like you're at home. You know what I mean? You it is exactly. That's that stuff sent there is you. not a day that goes by virtually where I'm not getting something from Amazon. Wow. It's crazy. All right, so now if you're at the resort, you can do that, too. But we still support brick and mortar stores. Yeah. Like the odds and end shop with uh, prior to Preston Elliott. That's right. He's been in business for 61 years. People rely on him in, rely on him in these bars, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, let's My see. What else did I want to do here? Uh, all right, how about this? Proprietor Preston Elliott's looking for another story. I got a few good ones here. Just he says he's got a few good ones. Where I wanted to go to next. Uh, what would you do to make your butt look good in a photo? <laughs> Ooh, I'd have it wear a cowboy hat. Uh, for celebrities and social media influencers, it's about contorting the body for the best rear oh, view. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so you you know what to do, Kathy? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's probably a little arch in the back. Well, well for me, it's bending over and... <laughs> Pulling the cheeks as far apart as possible. <laughs> I think right, that's a different type of photo. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's I not misunderstood. What about. I think so. You can see everything. Where you can see where the skin starts to turn color. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Is that what I, you're talking about? Listen, no. I, uh, not long ago, I didn't. I, I didn't, you want to be able to see membrane. I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I was, uh, I mooned my daughter. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just did. Here. Yeah, but I, but I brown eyed. Oh, no. You're no, poor you kid. You just traumatized her for life. So is that how you take a proper ass picture? Uh, I don't think any child should see their father's butthole. Ever. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Do what I did oh, and just it, feel it. It scarred her. She was like, she freaked out. Oh, yeah. I thought more like, you know, I was singing more in the veins of my son <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I was doing that too. And I was like, I can't believe oh, I just did that. I just did that. <laughs> I can't believe it either. Wow. I know. Yeah. The man in my little girl's <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, Daddy, I just saw your brown eye. Is that your butthole popping? It was quite traumatic, Poppy. Oh, my God. <laughs> He wants to know if we can go steady. I've ever seen your butthole. <laughs> I had to tell him I did, Daddy. He's not my boyfriend anymore, Daddy. Thanks for scarring me, Daddy. Oh, the car pop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, back to the story. I saw your balloon knot, Daddy. <laughs> hey, look over there. <laughs> Didn't want to see it, Daddy. Uh, you probably shouldn't have told us that. <laughs> now I'm glad I did. Uh, so the most popular booty-popping position involves <laughs> tilting the pelvis and arching the back. Yeah. So the, the uh, obvious. And then swiveling the head to the side. <laughs> Bootylicious models such as Haley Bieber and Isabel Goulart... Lord have recently. <laughs> My name is Isabel. Lord <laughs> have recently. You want to change our last name? Posed on the red carpet this way to highlight their uh, pert posteriors and gowns with plunging backs. I so, don't so understand. can you show Casey what he's? Do you know what he's describing? Is is it? Are you? Are you? Well, I'm, I'm going to give it more detailed. So here we go. 
Here's an influencer, Daisy Keach, who last month enlisted a plastic surgeon to certify that her backside was real to her 1.1 million, 1. million Insta followers, said, I'll stand up straight and spread my legs a little bit to make myself look a little bit wider than if my feet were closer together. She says, then I'll arch my back a little bit right. and I'll kind of puff out my chest. I breathe out and my stomach cinches in as I pose. God. What a bunch of nonsense to go through. This one of our one 19, of our calendar girls, though, does this perfect, and I'm trying. I can't remember which one it is. I'm trying to find her pictures, but like, is every- it Shay, no. our cover girl? I mean, listen, they probably all take yeah. great booty shots, but there's one specific calendar girl, and I can't remember who it is. Uh, the 19 year old influencer from Los Angeles says, "Influencer." She says a lot goes into properly accentuating her most famous asset, which she dubbed uh, the Keech Peach. The Keech. What's her full name? Her name is Daisy Keech. Oh, I thought so. you said Stacy Keech. I'm like, that guy? Daisy Keech, and she calls it the <laughs> Keech Peach. One of her other go-to tricks involves bending the leg that's closest to the camera while standing, quote, super tall on the other foot. If you arch your back a little bit and lean the shoulder closest to the camera forward... Uh, she said it will make your waist look smaller and your butt look bigger. So none of them suggest putting your stomach forward on a table and pulling your ass cheeks far apart? I haven't gotten to the whole thing yet, okay. so maybe. Uh, but while an overarched spine may look good on the gram, it's not the greatest for your posture, says uh, uh, experts. With a, nat- with a neutral pelvis, the hip points and uh, pubic bone align. By contrast, the swayback position and other similar moves create an interior pelvic tilt, which is placing a lot of strain on the pelvis, says chiropractor Marcella Thomas. Well, of course we know that the way you're posing is not the way you should walk around in life. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do actually suffer. Like, like, what are you going to be like this? Like... <laughs> Some... like Frankenstein? Some people uh, do actually suffer from an anterior pelvic tilt, an issue that Thomas says that she would treat in her office using strengthening and stretching positions and spinal adjustment. She's really taking this seriously. Yeah, she doctor. Is. I, I could that. treat that. I have that pelvic tilt just when I stand regularly. I don't know what you mean by that, but pelvic. So, like, my, like my, I guess I have, like, a natural bend in my back. And okay. My, Which an accentuates arch? your. Yeah, like, okay. an, like okay. an arch, and my pelvis kind of tilts. A bit, just when Forward. I stand normal. No, kind of down. Does that oh. happen when you try to touch your elbows behind your oh, back? Yeah, and then I do that and then tilt my head and like when you when you lick your own nipples. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. All very similar. Yeah. It's natural yeah. that my tongue goes down to my nipple. When I give my <laughs> Kathy, same. When I give myself oral, right. my it's butt natural. really sticks out. Yeah, yeah. it's right. natural. To bend yeah, like that's what that. I thought. Yeah. Right. Come on, this whole world of but on Instagram. <laughs> They're, they they reign supreme. These these butt model influencers. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that's how you do it. That's, do you, a, when, that's, that's a recommendation. Anyhow. Do you have a little picture cheat when you're getting a picture? What you know? Ugh, they yeah, don't yeah, work yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I did um, years ago. I was doing a photo shoot, and, yeah. and the best photo that came out. Um, the the photographer she was really really good, and she yeah. instructed how to. Essentially, position my head to get yeah. the best way. You know, the best. What is the best possible. way? So she would said pencil neck. So so extend my neck straight up as much yeah. and kind of tilt the chin down just a little bit. Right. <laughs> We're all doing it. And uh, and that because I was concerned about double chin. Now I have yeah. this beard now, which covers it up, which is wonderful. 
Um, so, yeah, I always kind of extend my neck up and, and tilt the head down just a little bit. And you also want the shot to be coming from an up angle. Is it? Uh, should you, know, you, as, should as you as do the, this? The, the, the camera is a little higher. No, you don't want to do that. Pull your face. That's horrible. Don't pull your face okay. back. Wait, like you know what's really funny? Who taught me that exact same trick and to open your eyes a little bit wider than you oh. normally would was Debbie Gibson. When Debbie I was, Gibson? When I was like 15 years old. Wow. I took a picture with her and she told me that. Wow. Oh, she's... <laughs> She's photogenic. I didn't yeah. think about opening the eyes a little bit wider. That makes sense. Yeah, you have to be careful though. Like in some of my pictures, it, yeah, it looks like I'm scared or okay. really surprised. I'm like, all right, you're going a little too much on the eye opening thing here. A friend of mine, <laughs> who actually a uh, comedian years ago, had me help him take pictures of him with a Polaroid mm-hmm. to get his because he was he first off he wore a toupee. Was he a stand up? Uh, he was guy a stand up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, he was doing these things. I'm like, dude, he, to try to find his look. Yeah. And I'm just laughing my ass off because it just. <laughs> Did it help? Which no, was... I thought it all looked stupid. But... but when you do look at yourself like that and you see yourself in those bad poses. Yeah. It, 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 it'll register in your brain if you're paying attention to it. But he, yeah. So it, but he ended up with, a, with an angle that he liked, which okay. is, I guess he thought his left side was his best side was a slight tilt. And that's how he always took his picture. But I guess yeah. you're, you're luckier now because everything's digital and you can see the pictures you know, instantaneously. And filters. Yeah. 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 Instant filters. No, but like, you know, before you would have, uh, and Polaroids were great for that yeah. because you could just, you know, it wasn't as instantaneous as it is with digital now, but. It was the best yeah. way to take a picture of your own dong. <laughs> but, but if you, if you do use filters and things like that, I, I see a couple of people that I know that, that try to wash out every single wrinkle they have and it just does robot look Android right. right. Yeah. Flat. Yeah. So uh, keep that in mind. But if you want to the booty to pop, you got to arch your back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. To, spread your, your cheeks. You tilt and spread your butthole. Yeah. yeah, so that you can feel breeze on your balloon knot. Yep, exactly. So, all right. Anyhow, <laughs> oh glad we wrapped up there. That is uh, that's just some <laughs> stuff <laughs> off the shelves. A little balloon knot, Chad, at the yeah. Art of Install. Yeah. As prepared by Preston Elliott in the doorway, <laughs> waving goodbye. Hope you come on back soon. Thanks for coming by, folks. Now go home and enjoy your incest. We'll do it again sometime. Kill what? your wife who's counting loons. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Am I giving that away? Yeah! I have... He's very happy. I have a $50 Duncan gift card. Ooh. And I will take caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR, and I will set you up with that. So call 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget, on Friday, June 7th, Duncan is celebrating National Duncan or National Donut Day. I'm sorry, uh, by offering you a free donut with any beverage purchase. And President Steve Ronan Duncan participation may vary. Limited time offer while supplies last. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Thank you very much, Kat. So we've been dabbling in scholastic stuff lately because, you know, we have the coolest teacher going on. Graduations are taking place this week. We're obviously a source of higher learning. Of course we are, (laughs) most definitely. At the Scripps National Spelling Bee was last week. They had an eight-way tie. Uh, by the way, Kathy had mentioned yeah. first time ever. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. yeah, they've had ties before, but in eight way, they all completed their final word. Yeah, and uh, and nailed it. And we they went three did... and a half hours without 
any of them spelling anything incorrectly. That's amazing. <laughs> they've had uh, they've had some changes in the rules where they would allow because sometimes these tiebreakers have dragged on and on and on and on. Yeah, that they've decided to go with you know uh, sharing the title and that happened. And listen, I've been at some spelling bees before, uh, Steve. Years and years ago, you and I went to some event in the city where yes, we were <laughs> we were these celebrity team members. And Ooh. I got on board with a group of lawyers. They were throwing words that I had never heard of, of course. And then um, they would. So my job on the team yeah. was to actually spell the word. So the people around me would say, uh, you know, they give us the word, and they would they would start conferring with each other, and then they would we would agree on a spelling and of the word. So they would go. do all the work, and then all I was was the mouthpiece. I couldn't even get that right. I got one of them wrong, oh, no. even though they because had the right I word, yeah. said it incorrectly and they spelled it correctly. I just said it wrong. That's how bad at well, spelling I am. You know, so if you watch these, um, a lot of these uh, people, and it's uh, so I'm, I'm I'm actually a pretty good speller. I I used to not be, and I I I don't know how it became the case. But if you watch a lot of these scripts champions. They do, like, for example, when we did Classroom, Casey was looking up at, I guess, like a chalkboard in his mind where he's writing the the word out. And um, they hold their hands. There was one girl who held her hand out and was pretend writing in her hand. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these words, you you need to suss them out that way also in the way they're used in a sentence. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing thing, especially since they'll hear the word for the first time and they kind of get the idea of the context. And they go, well, words that are in the context... This yeah. way are usually spelled this way. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like 15 million different things happening at once. And the language of origin, too, can lead yes. you to what vowels you're going to use. Pig Latin. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ixnay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that in mind, and we have some uh, prizes that we can give away, I thought a spelling bee might be kind of fun. But I wanted to do this uh, Preston and Steve style. Mm. And, Kathy, I have named this after a famous phrase that you have used okay. before. So the name of this contest is, that's not even a word. <laughs> so what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a word that is not real. It's a word that's either made up or I looked up some made up words with definitions. But you have to spell them how I have them spelled here, how I think that these should be spelled. So we did something uh, years ago with uh, our intern, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, who's a horrible speller, (laughs) as a joke. But in this case, we are attempting to get the spelling as close to the way you perceive the word as being spelled, which really, in the broad scheme of things, is not dissimilar from a lot of... Yeah. What happens at the script spelling bee? And for the most part, these these words that I have are rooted in real words. They're there. I've combined a few different words to make words, okay. and uh, therefore you can you can kind of <laughs> figure it out. All right, all right. So two one five two six three WMMR. You don't have to be a very good speller, but you do have to get what I have here, uh, and I will give you the uh, the part of speech that it's from. Uh, I will give you the definition, and I'll also use the word in a sentence. All right, if that's going to help you out. So we have a variety of prizes, yeah, right, Case? So. Yeah, we got movie passes. We got brewskis. We got um, passes for Franklin Institute. We, <laughs> we do, do have roast well, beef. Well, we have Omaha Steaks. Omaha All Steaks. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. We got lots of stuff. All right. 215-263-WMMR. That's not even a word. Not even a word. Is the name of the contest. So let's go to... By the way, hold on a second. I tried to use... A word in Scrabble. We actually played, not words with friends, but actually broke up the the board game Scrabble a few weeks ago. And I used, man, I took a picture of it. I'm going to have to find it. But it was a word that we use here 
on the air, and turns out it's not a word. Is okay. Um, what's that? Donk? It was donk. Was it really? Yes, it was, Casey. <laughs> Donked it. I took a picture of it. Good job, donkers. I meant to show it to you guys. It, it, it would take me a while to find it, but I'll have to, I'll have to scroll through. I'm looking right now. What's the derivation case? Because it was... Um, uh, I, it might be somebody's name, like Job Donkers. <laughs> job? No, Job Donkers. Yeah. But it was Job something. It wasn't Donkers. It was misstated. Yeah. Um, man, I don't remember what but, that but, was. And so the, the phrase that we created is, man, I donked that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will, you know what, I don't have time to go How through this right now. How old is that? Job Thank you, Donkers. Job Donkers. It's really old. All right, we'll go to the phones, 215-263-WMMR, and I will go to Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Sarah. All right, so we're playing a game called That's Not Even a Word. I'm going to give you a fake word and the definition. Use it as a sentence. You tell me how it's spelled, okay? Excellent. All right, so, Sarah, your word is snaziffle. All right, snaziffle. <laughs> Snaziffle is a verb. It is the act of trying to hold in a sneeze. And to use it in a sentence, Jim tried not to make any noise during the funeral service, but everyone heard him snaziffle. How do you spell snaziffle? Snaziffle. S-N-A-Z-I-F-F-I-L. That's incorrect. No. It's rooted in sneeze, so it's S-N-E-Z-I-F-F-L-E. So that's incorrect. Sorry about that. Sniziffle. All right. All right. Uh, well, should, should I do more than one person per word? I think so, All right, but depending me... if you if you have a lot of words. All right, let's go to Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Eileen, your word for it's not even a word is snackmosphere. All right. Sn- I got this one. Snackmosphere. Snackmosphere is a noun, and it is the 95% air inside a bag of potato chips. <laughs> Use it okay. in a sentence. Jane was upset when she opened her Lay's to find the majority of the bag was filled with snackmosphere. So please spell the word snackmosphere, Eileen. All right. S-N-A-Z-K-M-O-S-T. P H E R E. Nice job, Eileen. Yeah. And for that, Casey, what do we have uh, for Eileen? Well, now for you, we have a Father's Day steak fix gift package from Omaha Steaks, including two tender filet mignons, two bull top sirloins, two savory pork chops, eight Omaha steak burgers. Four massive gourmet jumbo franks, four crispy chicken fried steaks, and much more. This Father's Day, you can give Dad a gift pack with the Omaha Steaks he craves. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter uh, this promo code, Preston, spelled P-R-E-S-T-O-N, in the search bar for 74% off the Father's Day Steak Fix gift package now for only $59.99. Nice job, Eileen. Hang on the line. We're going to get your information. All right. So there All you right. go. She got it. She Snack, got it. Snack this fear. Uh, let's go next to, let's go to Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, Brian, we're playing this not even a word. I'm going to give you a word. Let's see if you can spell it, okay? All right. Gapiana. Gapiana is a noun. It's the little strip of land between the you are now leaving and you are now entering signs when you cross from one state into another. So What's to use the language it, of origin? <laughs> it's English. 
All right, here we go. When crossing from PA to Delaware, you spend .05 seconds in the Gapiana. Please spell the word Gapiana. G-A-P-I-A-N-N-A. Oh, you had one too many ends in there. Oh! I... Nah, we can give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah, We're going to we'll give it to him? Yeah. yeah. It's he a was, fake. It's not even a word. It's not even a word. It's not even a word. But he was so close. Thanks, And Brian. it was just whether you broke with two. And now because, like Indiana, yep. or but the Gapiana is a, yeah, I might have broken with the two ends. Why do you think it's with the one end? Casey's shaking his head. Well, listen, don't Brian. make me the bad guy. Go ahead. <laughs> Hang there, on, Brian. We'll there is a right and a wrong answer, and he didn't get the right answer. That's true. But, but, but the, the, anyway. cre- the creator of the list gave a uh, yeah. special dispensation. Okay. Well, now we have one less five or $50 Dunkin' gift card to give away to actual winners. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Getting a little snooty here. Yeah, well, hey, listen. Do you have judges for this contest or what? You're right. You're right. I we can't go, argue. We will go next to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Ashley, we're playing That's Not Even a Word. Going to give you a fake word. Let's see if you can spell it. Here we go. Hawaska. All right, Hawaska. Use it in a song, please. It is a noun. I'm not going to use it in a song. It is a noun. On an atlas, the rectangular box which contains Hawaii and Alaska. To use it in a sentence, uh, Serafina was so relieved when she found Hawaii in the Hawaska just off the coast of Texas for her research project. I think this is an easy one. <clears throat> what? How do you spell Hawaska? H-A-U-S-K-A. That is incorrect. No. Sorry. no. Hang on a second. So I, you want me to try a different caller? Yes, because when you gave, you gave the explanation, I think that's kind of a home run. Yep. I'll go to Dan next. Hi, Dan. Hey, good morning, guys. Is this for the Hershey tickets? <laughs> yes, absolutely. If you travel back in time five years, you're going. All right, Hawaska. Did you hear me uh, describe that? Yes, I did. All right, how do you spell Hawaska? Let's go H-A-W-A-S-K-A. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. The two states together, Hawaii and Alaska. Doesn't it kind of suck that they do that on the maps, that they, they, they both have to share a box? Yeah. Hang on a second. We're going to give you information. We're going to give you the Father's Day Steak Fix gift package from Omaha Steaks, two tender filet mignons, two bold top sirloins, two pork chops, eight steak burgers, massive gourmet jumbo franks for those, four crispy chicken fried steaks, and more. Father's Day, uh, give Dad a gift package with the Omaha Steaks he craves. You can go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code Preston in the search bar for a 74% off Father's Day Steak Fix gift package. Now for only fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> All right, we will go next to Steve. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Morning. You guys rock. Thank you, Steve. That All hurt. right. Let's. Did that hurt? Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, man. Uh, let's go to this word. We're playing. It's not even a word, and your word is mulmanac. Mulmanac. It is a noun in a mall. The giant maze with blocks and numbers on it, otherwise known as the directory, is a malmanac. So here, I'll use it in a sentence. Cuthbert was at his wit's end trying to find the Cowbell Emporium until he stumbled across the malmanac. Isn't Cuthbert your dad's name? <laughs> That's what Bill thinks. How do you spell malmanac? All right. Uh, M-A-L-L-M-A-N-A-C. That's yeah! it! It's a ZZ. Absolutely correct. Casey, 
What do we have for Steve? All right, Steve, for you, we have a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Yeah. Rest of the Steve, run on Dunkin'. Hang on a second. We'll get your information. Try the lattes. Try the lattes. Let me go to John next. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, guys. Gadzook. All right, Gadzook, to you, John. Here is your word. It is a hieroglyph. All right. Hieroglyph. It is a noun, and it is a little stick figure on a mulmanac that tells you where you are in the mall because you can't tell by yourself because there is no face on it. Repeat the word again. All right. Hieroglyph. All right. So it's a little stick figure on a mulmanac that tells you you are here. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So you see it at the, uh, on the now directory. Now I understand. It says you are here. And use it in a sense. It wasn't until Spud saw the hieroglyph on the Mulmanac that he knew that he was indeed right here. I know what the uh, the joining of the words is now. All right, John. Hieroglyph. Spell it, please. All right. H-E-R-E-O-G-L-Y-P-H. He nailed it! And that's not even a word. <coughs> well, it's hieroglyph and here. That is yes. correct. Wow. Yeah, so John got it right. And case, what are we going to get, John? For you, John, we have a case of Yards Philly Pale Ale. Before you get Woo. 10, get pale. Philly Pale Ale is the classic sessional brew with the clean, hot finish. You can find Philly Pale Ale at Split Rail Tavern in Westchester. Nice. All right, we will go to, I got a couple more of these. Uh, we have uh, Barry. Hey, Barry, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, sir. All right, so let's give you a not even a word and see if you can spell it. Uh, Elbonics. Elbonics. It is a noun. It is the action of two people maneuvering for one armrest in a movie theater. Actually, that would be a verb, I guess. Yes. Kind of, sort of. So here is a sentence. Because they were engaged in Elbonics, neither Jay nor Carissa were able to enjoy Mac and me. (laughs) Elbonics. Elbonics. Yes, spell it, please. Okay. E-L-B-O-N-I-C-K-S. Oh, no. (sighs) Incorrect. I'm sorry, sir. So close, though. Just one letter. Yeah, one letter off. Got to let you go. All right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. uh, You know what? I've got enough words here. I'll just spell that one. E-L-B-O-N-I-C-S. No no K involved whatsoever in that one. All right. We will go to Brian. Hey, Brian. How you doing, man? How you doing? Good, buddy. All right, I got a couple left here. You ready? Yep. All right, let's go with this. Uh, Hempinant. Hempinant. Yeah, noun. It's any coattail, cuff, or dress hem dangling outside of a car door of a moving vehicle. Hem? Hempinant. Hempinant, yes. All right, so... Gertrude didn't realize that the man waving his penis was simply trying to alert her of his hempinant hanging out from the car door. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to go with H-Y-M-P-O-N-A-T. Uh, no, you missed a lot of letters. You made it more religious. <laughs> Sorry about that. Incorrect. How would you spell that, Steve? Hemponent? I would do H-E-M-P-O-N-E-N-T. Mm, no, it's H-E-M-P-A-N-N-A-N-T. Uh, Hempennant. What are the what is the the joining of the words? Oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah, <laughs> don't know. some of these are sniglets. I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. make them up right, myself, no, no. so they're stolen from Rich Hall. All right, let's see if we can get another caller on the line and give something away. I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, Chris. 
It's not even a word. We're going to try this out on you. And is the last one? Uh, like two more. All right, two more. All right, here. So the last one and then another last one. Yes. Yeah, this, this is the last one, then we'll do the last one after that. Uh, let's go with this one, Slack Jam. All right, Slack Jam is a noun. It's a condition of being trapped in one's own trousers while trying to pull them on without first removing their shoes. <laughs> slack jam. The police were already on top of Mbutu the moment he realized that he was in a slack jam. All right, Chris, uh, spell it. F-L-A-C-K-J-A-M. That's correct. Slack jam is correct. All right, in case, what are we going to get? All right, Chris, you have our final $50 Dunkin' gift card. Nice job, buddy. All right, hang on a second. And then we'll do one last one, and this will go to, we'll try Dave out. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Dave, how you doing? (laughs) There's a chicken for you. I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Your word is uh, Kuregaburp. All right, Kuregaburp is a noun. It's the final gasp that a Kureg makes to alert you that your coffee is ready. <laughs> Penelope's eyes finally came to life as she heard the sweet sound of the Kuregaburp. How do you spell right. Kuregaburp? I'm going to try K-U-R-E-G-O-E-U-R-P. You missed one letter. Yeah. It was an A instead of an O. But, man, you spelled Keurig right. I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that correctly. So. I have to get something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks anyway, ma'am. I appreciate it. The Keurig. Do you ever, do you make Keurig uh, coffee at Yes, yeah, huh? Yeah. And right before it's done, it does it. Yep. That Mine is goes, Keurig. Oh, oh, dear God, oh. God I'm going to make coffee. Oh. All right. And there you go. That's not even a word. Yes! Thank you very much for playing along, and we appreciate it. Uh, We should take a quick break, but not before. Do I have another one of these? No, no, you gave one to that loser. Okay, so I don't have any more Dunkin' gift cards to give away, but I do want to remind you that Friday, June 7th, Dunkin' is celebrating National Donut Day by giving you the perfect excuse to drink out for donuts. Dunk out for donuts, I'm sorry. Uh, grab a free donut with any beverage purchase. And Preston Steve, run on Dunk and participation may very limited time offer. And that is while supplies last. We're going to take another break. We'll come back in a second. I have Bizarre File Stories yet again ready to go for you. And we, we have an old friend who's stopping by the studio to promote an event that is coming up. And we'll have him in here in just a moment. We'll yes. return in a second. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thanks a bunch, Kath. I got some stories from the Bizarre File, and I'm ready to present them to you now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, we'll begin with this one. With no training or certification, a woman who worked as a nurse for 20 years has turned out not to be a nurse at all. Oh, no. According to Quebec's Order of Nurses, the order said this week that it was looking into the case. The woman whose identity has not been revealed worked in several different departments in the hospital, including the surgery. 
Uh, she had been using the license number of another accredited nurse who has the same name and also works in the region. Well, how difficult is that stuff? Another employee with the regional health board became suspicious when the woman tried signing up for a training course earlier this spring. The license number that she was using showed a different place of employment than the hospital. Uh, the suspicions led to an internal investigation and soon after the woman's firing. And I don't think they've seen any issues of impropriety as far as mistreatment of, of you know, not doing her job. Right. She apparently was pretty good, but she uh, the one red flag was she checked a guy into the maternity ward. Oh, and that's, and that's when they became suspicious. It all fell apart after yeah. that. A man's fall from a moped it caused him much stranger trouble than anyone could have imagined. According to his doctors, a bruise near his genitals <laughs> left him with a days-long erection, one that eventually required a trip to the emergency room to treat. Give Thank- myself a motorcycle. Uh, thankfully, doctors were able to resolve his awkward complication, and the patient had no long-lasting damage. But the bizarre oh, tale was described by the UK doctors who treated the man. The 35-year-old man had fallen off his moped nine days before his visit to the ER. At first, he only seemed to have a bruised perineum, the area between the genitals and anus that is commonly known as the taint. <laughs> before long, though, the man de- developed an erection. That lasted far, far more than four hours. While the erection itself wasn't painful and there were no other symptoms, he did have to deal with the mild discomfort on walking. But he's got a boner. <laughs> that was the doctor who was giving the, di- the diagnosis. Uh, once what was, the- that? was that diagnosis again, Casey? Oh, yeah. But he's got a boner. Once it- <laughs> you have a massive erection. That was the nurse. Once at the ER, he was classified as having a grade four erection. You ever heard of that? Grade four erection? Yes, absolutely. It's a grade four (laughs) erection. The highest tally on the erection hardness score, which is a real thing. So if this is England, it's the highest tally on the tally whacker scale. Even among cases of unwanted stiffness, though, the man's situation was unusual. Around nine. Yes. It's very similar to the tornado. Scale, isn't it? The Fujita scale? Yeah, the Fujita scale. Around 95% that last too long, a condition called priapism, involve a blockage of blood vessels directly connected to the penis. Wow. This this type called low-flow priapism basically means uh, that it is caused by blood that can't leave the genitals as normal. Most cases of low-flow priapism are unexplained, but erectile dysfunction, drugs, and neurological conditions are common causes. The man, however, had high-flow priapism, meaning... That blood wouldn't stop rushing to his area. As with his case, this type usually happens when the blood vessels surrounding the genitals are injured and ruptured through physical trauma. And that's what happened to this guy. What, so would he have had, um, he was, was uh, not that this is in the story, but uh, just in case it is, was, he, was it sensitive? Was his, was his junk pained? I don't know. Uh, the physical trauma created a pooling of blood in the area and two fistulas on the left and right side of his genitals. Mm. The man opted for a more aggressive procedure using a catheter to carefully uh, pick out the arteries directly Ugh. from feeding it. And the doctors created their own blood clots near each fistula. For one fistula, they use a gel-like foam that breaks down on its own within four to six weeks. Uh, for the other, they used a microcoli spe- or microcoil. I'm sorry, specifically designed to block a single blood vessel. Soon after the man's condition improved, though it took a while for him to fully recover the use of his unit. What uh, when they checked on him a year later, he reported having completely normal erectile function, and all because of a bruise on the taint. That's what yeah. happened? Yeah. Wow. I'm most interested now in the grades of erection because, like, what's the 
What's the highest? Is like grade five? Like I, I think you get a gold watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. We'll have to I'm not talking about like awards, but uh... yeah. So what's what's yeah? Who's the, who's look the up the guy? look up the erection hardness score. If it's you like the uh, the ohm scale on uh, minerals, right? Oh, the, uh, there we yeah. go. Okay, it's only, it only goes up to four. Up to four. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, as of we know now, I mean there there could be innovations that lead to more numbers. Mm. Uh, when police attended the scene after Robert Shapley had crashed his car, he claimed that he had lost control of his vehicle due to a sudden attack of sea creatures. Ooh. Officers said that he was uh, incoherent and mumbled to them to them about having seen white bait, octopus, and other marine creatures on the road. On the road. He also pretended to be reading an imaginary book about hedgehogs. <laughs> Uh, Shapley told them, uh, I got it. It got a bit bumpy for a while. I swerved to avoid an octopus and it's pretty bad out there having to dodge all that white bait. Isn't the highway department supposed to take care of that? Officers said they found no evidence of an octopus on the road. In fact, they went looking. Shapley was under the influence of a prodigious amount of drugs, including morphine, codeine, cannabis, and a byproduct of heroin. His car ended up on its roof in a ditch. Uh, police uh, put him in one of their cars before he was checked over by paramedics. He continued to talk to the officers. He was talking about the squid, octopus, and other sea, screech- sea creatures. And he later pretended to be reading an imaginary book about hedgehogs. So uh, they arrested him, as you can imagine. All right, and then we'll do one more story and we will wrap it up. And we haven't talked about a Florida man all morning, so we got to do that. A Florida man is facing manslaughter charges accused of accidentally and fatally shooting a woman during a sex act on Sunday. Hmm. Andrew Chenault was, shot a woman in her 20s in the upper body with uh, his registered handgun about 12.30 p.m. I'm going to shoot. Uh, the shooting occurred at his home. The woman whose identity was not revealed was taken to the hospital where she later died. He hmm. was charged with manslaughter with a weapon on Friday. So it apparently happened accidentally. Were they playing some sort of kinky they didn't indicate. Russian roulette sex kind of game? Or maybe it was just laying on the bed and they were, I, I don't really know. I always take my firearms off the bed. Kind of weird. Yeah. And there you go. That's from Florida Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. And that's what I have in the bizarre file. Hey, we need to take a break, and as we do so, I would like to give away some movie screening passes. We have the screening of Dark Phoenix at the UA King of Prussia. It's on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You'll need to be there by 7, so uh, we'll take seven callers. Why not? 215-263-WMMR, and we will put you on our list for that movie on Wednesday in King of Prussia. We'll come back in a moment. The person I told you about we were going to meet with, we're going to meet with them next. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming up next as well as Trash and Music News. So stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me in the fight against cancer and ride with Team WMMR in the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. The ride is Sunday, June 9th. This family-friendly biking event is a blast and starts off with you riding your bike over the Ben Franklin Bridge, and then we all end up together on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. There are also a few starting points in New Jersey for a shorter ride if you don't feel like doing the full 66.6. Each Team WMMR rider gets the free team t-shirt. Registration and complete details at WMMR.com. If riding isn't your thing, you can also pay it forward as a volunteer. All the details, WMMR.com. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 933 WMMR is putting Philly first. And we have a number of things that are going on this week. We'll get to all them, all of them in due time. One of them, uh, by the way, today, your chore to vote for the coolest teacher of the year at Abington High School. 
And whoever that may be, we need to hear about it. Text, text the word teacher followed by the teacher's name at 39333. Get one vote per phone number. We had Rob uh, Bigley uh, from Henderson High School win today. We'll see who uh, is going to take it from Abington tomorrow morning as we continue that. Uh, before we get to the um, lesson question and trash and music news and all that, we have a friend who is here this morning in our studio, and we just wanted to say, hey! <laughs> hey! Wait, why is your... Oh, you're on the wrong damn microphone. Oh, sorry, oh. I'm on... There, there we go. Hey! There you go. Sorry, I went on the wrong microphone. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> this is the pituation, everybody. Yeah. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Is our former intern, Rich... Uh, who we dubbed as the Pituation because, well, at the time, hey! Jersey Shore was still on. <laughs> and instead of the situation, it was the Pituation because his voice would change pitch from time to time and go up really, really high. It would crack and stay cracked. Yeah, and I, and I wouldn't realize it. So you yeah. guys would just riff and it, would, it was great. Great fodder. Yes, yes, it was great fodder, may I say. Yes. Excellent good times, good sir. <laughs> I don't know why I went into that. Why do we do that? See, your voice goes right up again. <laughs> yeah. never yeah, changed. Yeah, Something's never changed. I know. <laughs> I know. It's the best. Uh, and in fact, yeah, yeah, we should play this. Yeah. One, one of our favorite moments, we were at the um, at the uh, Cardboard Classic, and Pitch was out somewhere. I guess, were we having you ride up with Jackie? Yes, this was a okay. hitchhiking competition. Right. We should have called it Pitch Hiking. I didn't yes. even think of that. <laughs> Uh, and we were checking in as he was trying to hitchhike and get rides up from Bella Kinwood to uh, Jack Frost. And uh, one time we checked in with him and we got this phone call here. <laughs> here it was. Hey, yo. You know, I don't want to bring up uh, part of uh, my Rocky impersonation, which is really bad now that I'm hearing myself. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we did we lose the beginning of that? Uh, I think I cut it off. Because I go, hey, yo. Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! You know I don't want to bring up uh, part of uh, my Rocky impersonation, which is really bad. Now that I'm hearing myself. All right, never mind. <laughs> yes. Just immediately, you had something to rip. It was amazing. Yes. You know, I just ran with it. Hey yo! Hey! <laughs> I'm Rocky Balboa, boxer. Boxer extraordinaire. <laughs> I, I love you, Steve. You, 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 you make every morning here so much brighter. That yes. one's even more iconic. That is absolutely uh, the highest pitch uh, that yes. he's achieved. Super excitement. But yep. I think that might have been a four on that scale you had earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's having a good time. I let him. Yeah. I just want to let him. There you go. Just let yeah. him laugh for a little while. Now, you're here for a reason, a charity yes. reason, right? That's right. It's an annual reason now. And yes. It's very successful. Yes. Uh, we're, we're getting a little bit of a following here with uh, the 24-hour game show marathon. Mm. All right. And how many years now? Uh, this is the eighth year. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's been that long? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, tell us, number one, uh, who benefits from this? What, what organization? So the charity is called Child's Play. Okay. And uh, they... Simply put, they uh, provide toys and video games and VR headsets to children that are in hospitals and shelters throughout the country. Wonderful. It's one of those charities you can't say no to. It's, right. it's just it, it just 100% good work that they're doing. Yep. And uh, so every year you guys, you and friends get together and you do this 24-hour game show marathon where you literally play all these game shows. In fact, you can set it up better than I can. How, how, does, it, how does it work? Yes. So every hour during the broadcast, we play a game show. 
And we broadcast the whole thing online on Twitch, on our website, GameShowMarathon.com. And we get a font. We have people watch us and, and see how crazy and wacky we get these as we right, go through each game shows. These are iconic game shows yes. that you're playing. So everyone's familiar with the rules, and you right. just go from one to the other to the other. Correct, yes. So rattle off a few of the titles of um, games that you guys will play. Okay. Uh, so obviously we got your mainstays, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, uh, Deal or No Deal, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Um, we have some other specific ones, too. Um, that we're going to do this year, like uh, Sale of the Century. Ah. Um, personally, I can't wait for this one. We're doing a spinoff off of Win, Win Ben Stein's Money okay. on Comedy Central. Yeah, God, I used to love that show. We're bringing in a Jeopardy champion who's going to be the expert, who's going to be our Ben Stein. We're, oh, that's great. And we're calling it Win Dave Mattingly's Money. That's great. And, yeah, he's he's going to do – he was a um, he was actually a three-day Jeopardy champion. Okay. Wow. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how he takes on the role of being our Ben Stein. Okay. And there's a, a – you guys have some good production on this, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we have um, – we're, we're literally game show fanatics. Um, two uh, – I think three of our crew um, run a website called Buzzer Blog, which okay. are like – is like an insider game show. Uh, blog that they, they get information and everything, so they get access to the fonts, the sound effects. Um, the they, uh, my friend Corey Anatato does the software. It is an amazing presentation. I'm blown away every year at how well we pull off a faithful uh, reproduction of these game shows. And Sorry, it's, and it's coming up this weekend, right? Yes, it's okay. this weekend. It's yeah, it's already here. Awesome. We start June 8th at noon. Um, I think I'm first. Actually, I think I'm hosting the first game show, which is what? Uh, which is uh, Wheel of Fortune. Um, and then we go 24 hours straight until uh, noon on Sunday. The finale is always deal or no deal. We do like a, it's always been our tradition. We end with deal or no deal. Cool. So are you are you like a green screening the sets in or what are you doing? So we have um, a projector that that handles all of the the fonts and and the displays and everything like that. But we also display that. Um, alongside our web presentation. So it's great. We have two cameras that go over what's going on in where we're in the studio and what we're um, and, and what's actually being presented to the players and, and uh, the game show host at the time and everything. Okay. Like that. So it's great. You get to see everything. Nice. And uh, how do people end up donating uh, for this and how does the, the charity make money through this event? Uh, so you go to gameshowmarathon.com. Um, and you click donate now, and there's a simple process that li- links you up right to Child's Play. Um, it's all tax deductible. It's all legit, and it, it works beautifully. Um, last year we hit – actually, last two years we've hit $7,000 a piece, which is mind-blowingly staggering to me because this started out as just like kind of like a weird, you know – Yeah, you just made a few hundred bucks if I remember that first year. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and now now we've got sponsors. Like, I'm like, I actually have to do work? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Hey, so so you're going to host one of the games. Are you are you also a contestant in some of the games? Yes. Uh, okay. So we cycle in and out, um, and the idea is that one of our main four uh, stars are are always either hosting the game shows or participating in them or something like that. Okay. Well, this, I, I think it sounds like a really fun. I, it, if it wasn't 24 hours, I wouldn't <laughs> mind doing something like that. I'd well, be exhausted by the end of it. You but. don't have to do all of it. We could have you on for one or two if you'd like. Where do you do this? Uh, so this is another big development. This year... Uh, we got to give props to LaSalle University. They have graciously offered their communication center for us to record in this year. Wow, well, there you really go. Cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. So it's, it's, I feel like just every year it's been like a new step that we've been 
trying to bump up the with the marathons. It's been great. It's a great thing. And the fact that it's grown as exponentially as it has is a testament to all the work you guys are putting into it. It's so, really cool. Gameshowmarathon.com. It's this Saturday. It's from noon to noon. So uh literally you can tune in at one in the morning and you'll see us be okay. half asleep and like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna play this game show? <laughs> nice. Now Pitch also worked you worked for the uh, MM Army for a while too. Oh, I'm still a part of it. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that why I saw you at the MM Barbecue? Of you're, course. You were working, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So so you'll be out from in uh, at appearances from time to time. Yeah, that's why whenever you hear the MM Army's coming out and about, go to the events. You never know. You might see me. Just hey! listen. Just, hey, hey, just hey, listen hey, for hey. the squeaking. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you hear the squeaking. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to talk to Pitch some more. I, I love having you on. Can I? Can I tease something uh, else too? Since no. I love you guys. Oh, no. oh okay. No, I <laughs> actually, okay. go ahead. Okay. Um, since we do have uh, uh, people inside Buzzer Blog, I literally got a text five minutes before we got in here. They said tonight's episode of Jeopardy is very, very, very important. Uh-oh. Yes. Something big happens tonight. Interesting. Who told you this? The insiders at Buzzer Blog. Well, What's it's Buzzer it, Blog. It's I'm actually sorry. out. It's been tipped out in a cup. I didn't want to. And we're not. That's a, that's, a, that's what I heard. Yeah. it's a, yeah. Let's it, just say if you've been following along and you're, you're enjoying the storyline, you might right. want to tune in tonight. Yes. yes. Mm. Exactly. So I thought it was kind of a coincidence that here I am promoting Game Show Marathon and there's a oh. big news story that came out. So I guess the dude loses. Is that yeah, what basically that's what happened. Or, or, or ruining that situation. Or, no, or he could be, or, no, he, or, I mean, he, or, 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 he's, or he passes uh, Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings, he could break the he's, record. He's within $60,000. Oh, well, then that's probably what it is. It's either one or two. Okay, hey. one of two things. Nonetheless, right? it's been great to watch anyhow. Yes. Interesting. Yes, how appropriate. Right. Cool, man. All right, well, uh, good luck with this event. I hope it's a record breaker for you guys. I hope so, too. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you very, very soon, okay? Yeah. All right, thank you. Pituation, guys. Oh, I'm sorry, what, what, what was that? Ah, oh, bye. Ah, oh, bye. There's a new one from him. All right. Yeah, can you sing along to this? Now, do you know what theme this is? Uh, it sounds like card sharks with a clap. Is it? No, what is it? What is it? Tic-tac-doe. Tic-tac-doe! Oh! Will you guys play that one? Uh, actually, I don't think we've had yet okay. that one. All right, consider that for next yes. year. Yes. Right, Preston recommendation. We're going to do it. Thank you, Pituation. We're going to do the lesson question for today, and we are going to be giving away a pair of tickets for a live taping of the Comic Book Gurus podcast, Franklin Institute, hosted by Steve Morrison. And it is coming up on June 13th. It's a Thursday at 6 p.m. The question that uh, <laughs> that we are going to ask this morning is: No child should ever have to see their father's what two one five two six three WMMR. It's true. All right, no child should ever have to see their father's what two one five two six three WMMR. I need a specific answer on this to see if you got it, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer. A.D. Moyer Lumber is celebrating 80 years of supplying quality building materials and service. Four generations, one family, one commitment. You can learn more at ADMoyer.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, just three months after Nicolas Cage and Erica Koike tied the knot, the two are now officially divorced. Koike says that despite the split, there were good times, like last Tuesday around 3 p.m. <laughs> A Khloe Kardashian superfan named Narbe had his dream come true when she agreed to be his date to the Hoover High School prom in Glendale. The magical evening ended with the two performing the time of my life from Dirty Dancing, during which Chloe hoisted Narbe over her head. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, Ric Flair revealing to TMZ Sports that he underwent surgery to receive a pacemaker and is doing fantastically well. Amazingly, because of Flair's energetic style, surgeons turned his left nipple into a dial, which he can increase when he wants to yell, Woo! Nice. And that's your Hollywood track. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this. No child should ever have to see their father's what? 215-263-WMMR, the number. And our first caller in was Mike. So let's go to him. Hey, Mike. Nick McElwain. <laughs> uh, I got you. All right, Mike, do me a favor. Tell me what no child should ever have to see. Their father's what? Butthole. Butthole. Yeah. For you, we have a pair of tickets for a live taping of the Comic Book Gurus podcast, Franklin Institute, hosted by Mr. Steve Morrison. Thursday, June 13th at 6 p.m. And after the podcast, you get to tour the exhibit, Marvel Universe of Superheroes. And you can explore Marvel's legacy through immersive set pieces, original artwork, movie props, costumes, and other rare materials. Now open at the Franklin Institute. Tickets and information at fi.edu. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Hi, there's Pitch. Brought to you this morning by Deaton Watson, Real Philly Deli. If you want a Real Philly hoagie, you have to go to a Real Philly Deli. Deaton Watson created the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide, your map to the most delicious hoagies in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even tickets to see the birds play just for eating real Philly hoagies. We'll start with this. Blink-182 fans shouldn't hold their breath for a reunion with guitarist Tom DeLonge uh, that the latter keeps talking about while doing an interview recently. Blink uh, bassist Mark Hoppus firmly denied that any such event is in the works, saying there is uh, there is not any talk of that right now. And I mean, I'll never say never to anything, but that's a completely unfounded rumor at this point. Seems that DeLong, who left the band in 2015, started the rumor himself, telling Krang Magazine, I love Blink-182, it's given me everything in my life, and, you know, I plan on doing it in the future. He also claimed in an interview later on, I will play with Blink again. We're always discussing what makes sense and when. Uh, Blink is putting the finishing touches on its new album as we speak. Shinedown has released an EP titled Get Up, and it features a new acoustic version of the band's hit crossover anthem, Get Up, along with the original song. And the recently released piano version. Uh, Brent Smith said about the EP, Get Up is a song about empathy. It's a song about not being afraid to fail. It's a song about inspiring others. And now we want you to hear the song as it began. So a few different it's a great song of that are available. See their plans to begin recording the follow-up to 2017's Poison the Parish LP for a tentative early 2020 release. Uh, drummer John Humphrey said that uh, we've been home since holidays, kind of recharging our batteries. We've done a couple of shows, and we'll go in at the end of the summer and early fall and track a new album. He said we've got some uh, material brewing. Sean's sending out demos to everybody to kind of get prepared, and yeah, we'll have to we'll head into the studio here pretty soon and start tracking new stuff. He said. Avenged Sevenfold is auctioning off. 20 pieces of gear and memorabilia through the band's newly launched shop at the Reverb site. All proceeds raised from the sale of the items will go to Notes for Notes, a nonprofit that builds, equips, and staffs after-school recording studios inside boys' and girls' clubs. 
Among the items on the block are a Schecter Sinister Gates guitar, Zildjian custom cymbals played on stage by Brooks Wackerman, a Sunburst Schecter Johnny Christ signature bass, and more. That's pretty cool. Three of the five surviving members of Lincoln Park recently got together, sharing photos of the meetup on Instagram. Singer Mike Shinoda posted a photo of himself, DJ Joseph Hahn, and drummer Rob Borden, writing, so grateful to have uh, have met my idols and biggest influences. And, uh, of course, they're from Lincoln Park. So it's an interesting, you know, get-together. Obviously, they're not together that often anymore. Yeah, they're not. Chester died. And then one last story. In November, U2 will hit the road behind their 1987 groundbreaking album, The Joshua Tree, with stadium dates on the books. Uh, nowhere in the U.S. They're going to be in New Zealand, Australia, Japan, and for the first time ever, Singapore and South Korea. We're coming, Singapore. We're coming to you to sing songs that will inspire you from the Joshua Tree. Why, why do I have reverb? Uh, U2's The Joshua Tree 2017 tour played 51 shows in North America, Europe, and Latin America. Since then, the band has embarked on its 2018 Experience and Innocence Tour, which played 60 shows across North America and Europe. Bono said in the official tour announcement, it's only taken me 30 years to learn how to sing these songs, and it's great to be able to say that I've finally caught up with the band. Our audience has given the Joshua Tree a whole new life on this tour. During these shows has been very special for us. A lot of emotion from despair of how relevant some of the dark songs still are to the joy Pure fun of the staging, he said. It's quite a ride. Uh, I know you guys are all huge fans of you two. Are you familiar with the Rattle and Hum uh, album? Yes. It, all right. So absolutely, it's wonderful. All right. So do you know a song on there? It's a short song, uh, "Freedom," and but it's not you two. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it sounds like an older person playing a, just a guitar, and it's. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. so there's a documentary about that guy right now. Uh, Who is was, it? What's his name? Uh, well, his he goes by the name Satan, um, but uh, his real name is Sterling McGee. And so there's a movie on Netflix, a documentary called Satan and Adam. It's just about this guy named Adam who is a grad student in uh, Columbia. And this guy Satan is just a street musician who's playing in Harlem. And Adam's like, hey, can I jump in with you real quick? And Plays the uh, harmonica with them, and then he comes back the next day and the next day, and then next thing you know, they're like, they go out on tour and stuff. But when um, you How did Bono was, find him? So it was actually The Edge who found them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were filming Rattle and Hum, they okay. just ended up in Harlem, and they see this these two guys. And really, I mean, this guy Satan is the, he's the real. He's not the real Satan. He's not the real okay, Satan. Yeah. He just gives himself the name Satan. His name's Sterling McGee, but, uh, you know, he's the real star of the band, but, uh, it was really uh, interesting, and I ended up falling asleep, uh, so I, I still have to finish it was watching so it. So interesting, you fell asleep. <laughs> well, I was late at night. Critics Bono. are raving. So interesting, I fell asleep. <laughs> I think you would get a real kick out of it because, as it turns out, this guy, Sterling McGee, is like, he played with the greats. Really? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, you know, all of the greats, uh, you know, of the time, uh, you know, like James Brown and all that sort of stuff, hmm. and uh, and then he just... Uh, fell when, on hard times? Well, yeah. I mean, because the music industry sort of fell on hard times, and he just, like, took it to the street, and, and that's how he made his living for the longest time. And then this guy, Adam, just finds him out of nowhere, and then they had, like, a major resurgence. See um, it today and try not falling asleep. <laughs> um, what's it called again, Case? Satan and Adam. Satan and Adam. Okay. And how did you stumble across it? Uh, I was looking for something to fall asleep to. 
on Netflix last night. Under Netflix, what's good to fall asleep to? Um, but I ended up staying awake a, a lot longer than I had planned on it. Spot on. If you really need to fall asleep, may I recommend a documentary called Satan and Adam? <laughs> it's a lot like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> it is really good, though. Like, I, I will finish it today. Okay. Most people will finish it eventually. Yeah. And there's no better testament to a movie than people saying, eh, I'll, not, I'll wait later to finish this. Mono, by the way, went on to say about the Joshua Tree Tour, now we get to do it all over again. Auckland, Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, Sydney, Tokyo. We love it. Singapore, <laughs> Seoul, we're coming for you. Skink factory. Yeah. Uh, and the Edge went on to add, we really, really wanted to bring the Joshua Tree to New Zealand, Australia, and Asia. We promised we would, and finally... Now we can say that we, we, did we will see you in November. It's going to feel like a homecoming, and we're very excited. He's Let me ask you a question. Mm. Besides the Joshua Tree, what do you think would be the next U2 album if they do an album in total? Mm. Octung would, Baby would be Octung pretty awesome. Baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really really good record. So it's fairly hit packed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't remember what all is on it. Mysterious Ways is definitely on there. But I've forgotten what else was on it. But Satan and Alley. I remember that being uh, <laughs> a pretty big record. Oh, that was Kate and Alley. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's an underrated record. I mean, uh, one is on there. Uh, so cool to fly. Satan's Alley. Satan's, Satan's Alley. Alley. Yeah. That Nero. Was, that was That's staying alive. From Stay Alive, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's Satan's the, Alley. The routine. The name of the musical is Satan's Alley. What were you going to say, Nick? I'm sorry. I was just listening to some of the songs on there. I mean, uh, who's going to um, ride your wild horses is on there. It's great song. It, it sort of pales because it, it came uh, one or two albums after Joshua Tree, so people compared it to Joshua Tree, which is unfair. Mm. Joshua Tree is probably one of the best albums of all time, if, yep. especially if you're a U2 fan. But Octung Baby is a great record. All right. And that is what I have for you in music news, uh, other than uh, Free Music Monday. Oh! Thank you, Casey. Almost forgot about that. I have a chance for you to win the 25th anniversary reissue of Pink Floyd's album, The Division Bell, on vinyl. And we can take caller number, uh, let's take caller number 16. That's a great number. At 215, thank you. 215-263-WMMR. The double album is printed on translucent blue vinyl, just like the original limited edition release. So caller 16. It's out this Friday from Sony Music, 215-263-WMMR. One more break to take. We'll come back in a moment. You're ready to wrap things up. Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Talking heads on 93.3 WMMR. It's everything uh, that rocks. Today's radio program has been brought to you by Monday in all its glory. And uh, I think we made our way through it successfully. Oh, weather-wise and everything, it's mm. kind of a nice uh, spring day. Mm-hmm. It's a good day. It's a good Monday. I would agree. 72 degrees are high. A little breeze, so it's going to feel a bit cool. But you know what? That's kind of nice. That's uh, not too bad at all. Uh, thank you to the only person that we had on the show this morning with the situation. Yes. And I want to thank uh, Pitch for coming by. And they have the uh, game show marathon coming up on uh, Saturday, it's a 24-hour thing, and uh, a lot of fun. These guys uh, play a different game show every hour for 24 hours. And the organization that it that it benefits is really great. It makes sure that, that uh, kids who 
need some entertainment, uh, kids in hospitals can uh, get video games and, and all that stuff. So yeah, It's wonderful. Yeah, it's really neat. So it's called Child's Play. So thank you to Pitch. We'll have that information on uh, PrestonSteve.com if you need to uh, find out all that. But that's it. Uh, guest-wise, it was just uh, just us. It was just incredibly good conversation. The rest yeah. of the, uh, <laughs> uh, the program. It was fun conversation. It was. Pierre Robert is back from a weekend. He's ready to return in the saddle again and uh, take you through your Monday. How you doing, man? Good hoss. Excellent. Good hoss. hoss. Yeah. Good a little hoss. bonanza reference. A little saddle. Well, he said saddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made me think of westerns. Matt Dillon. Something sounds wrong with that microphone, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm a little. It does um, sound weird. I'm a little higher. Okay. Can All you right. move it up? I just want to make How sure. about now? There That's you okay. go. He's new to this. All right. <laughs> Nobody walked you through I've the... I've never done this before. The mic technique. Mm. Is this... What's this foam thing? <laughs> Listen, at uh, so at the ballpark uh, this weekend, I, I hosted an event. It's the uh, Take Steps uh, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Walk. And um, when you're on a microphone in a stadium, if you don't know how to do it, it's yes. a little bit difficult because there's an echo. And this kid, he was great. He was one of our, one of our warriors, one of our heroes who came up. His name was Titus. Uh, I think he's 10 years old, and I hand him the microphone. He's going to get up and tell everybody his story, and there's several thousand people that are there, and he starts to speak, and it starts to come out like the the sound jammer. The delay, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no, he's going to... But after a while, he got into a rhythm, and he figured it out, because sometimes you'll stretch out (laughs) your words when it's like this. Ready for a laugh? Yeah, yeah, but he ended up doing a great job. It was a lot of fun. So Mike Technique, and listen, I'm going to offer this advice to you folks since since we have a moment to talk about microphones. I forgot where I was recently. It was at a charity event. No, it was at a wedding. And uh, when people make speeches who are not used to being on microphones, I know it doesn't feel normal to you, but get very close to the microphone. Very if important. You, if you can. Some people hold it down by their waist. Yep. <laughs> and so then the, the person running the sound has to compensate by turning it up. And that's when you get the woo, yeah. when you get the reverb or you get the uh, the feedback. So if you ever find yourself in a situation, just remember what Preston said. Get very close to the microphone. You'll be glad you you'll, did. You'll do a wonderful job. However. hmm there is such a thing as getting too close to the microphone. Where Eating the microphone. I rarely see that. Distorting. Yeah. Um, True. Yes, it will overmodulate. Um, yeah. Because yeah. uh, a lot of those wedding mics aren't, you know, aren't uh, built for Freddie Mercury. So hold it close, yeah. but don't hold it close. Well, close, but not too close. No. And so you that. don't have to yell. If yeah. you're holding it close, you don't yeah. have to yell. Yelling is not necessary almost at any time mm-hmm. on any microphone, even professional microphones. A lot of DJs, when they go to introduce a band um, who haven't been doing it for a while, they'll yell, Yo's and going, you, d- you didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I guilty mean, of that, too. No, I, I know, but I so know many people are there. You no, know? you get excited. Uh, I don't mean I don't mean an elevated present uh, to avoid an elevated presentation. But I, I, I've known a few, this was some time ago, that would get up and just ye- yell. <laughs> and it would just come out as... <sighs> I think if you're going to have a, a conversation with somebody, the best thing to do is to rest your nose on their cheek <laughs> as you're speaking to like them. Like Jackie Bam Bam? Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gives you good distance. Well, there was the MM barbecue a couple of years ago, and I forget which star, which rock person he was talking to, but he was bent over with his his peak of his nose, and his nose was almost in this guy's face, and I actually went over and pulled him back. Yes, I, I arched him back just uh, about a half a foot. You're giving this guy nose burns. Yeah, yeah, uh, and um, 
he didn't even respond, so he was quite fine. <laughs> didn't even realize it. He's like, uh, there's an, a scene in Despicable Me with Gru, and he's doing it with his giant nose. Uh, it, it, I mean, he's like a cartoon. But there he's a go. lovable cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As is Gru. Oh, I thought you meant Jackie. No, they're both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jackie's a lovable cartoon. He is, absolutely. Uh, very lovable. Right. Well, uh, we need to get the letter of the day. You want to move okay. forward with that? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Let's do J as in Jackie Bam Bam. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right, that's letter number one of five. We're going to give away four Hershey Park tickets and an overnight stay for four. Every Hershey Park ticket is packed with more than 70 attractions, including 14 coasters, an entire water park, wow. and the all-new interactive gaming ride. Uh, it's called Reese's Cup Fusion. And you can save on tickets at HersheyPark.com. Hershey Park happiness is best when shared. So we will give that away on Friday. What's in store for the uh, show today, Pierre? We, um, by the way, we'll play our uh, Duff McKagan session back on Wednesday uh. at, uh, I think, 2 p.m. So stand by for that. But um, we'll, like you did, uh, have a 25th anniversary Pink Floyd division bell on translucent blue vinyl. I've got to see if I can get one of these in advance and play it for our vinyl cut. Uh, some point this week. Nice. It, it, I just love colored vinyl. So that's a really cool gift that we have to give away. I have another gift, which is cool. Tickets for Dave Matthews Band, the June 15th show. They're there the 14th and 15th. I'll have Hailstorm uh, uh, bl- uh, Workforce Blocks and Blink 182 uh, Blocks. And it's Ian Hunter's birthday, the great large glass. Um, he has these giant glasses that he always wears and the, the big blonde kind of afro uh, from Ian Hunter, uh, Mott the Hoople, all the great songs he's made. So we'll do a combined Mott-Ian block as well. I love it. Thank you very much, Pierre. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show has been brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Oh. Also, yes. Sorry, finish what you said. <laughs> uh, armor Metals and Recycling uh, for all your metal and computer recycling needs. Uh, and West Virginia Tourism. It draws you in. It pulls you back. It is pure and unspoiled. West Virginia Almost Heaven. And Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve Show. Yes, sir. We also heard it's leave work early today. Oh, oh leave work early today? Yeah. Wow. Leave work early today day. Oh, I like so there the sound of that. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, please do so. Uh, tomorrow on our program, uh, Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live will be getting in touch with us. We have a Tab Tuesday taking place, and our good friend Doug Benson is checking Aww. in. So we got some good times ahead tomorrow. That's it. We are done. Rage on, and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you, line. If it's my job to fix things, for you, and you don't tell me that they're broken until they're so f- that they can't be fixed. Whose fault is that? I'm done with this. Next message. He was a young broadcaster losing part of his laugh and screams until a young therapist came into his life. Hi, I'm Kathy Romano. Next message. Oh man, I love this. What beautiful weather! It's a great weekend. Ah, oh, bees! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 
Hey, my name is Nate Bender from Checkpoint XP, and if you like video games, you should subscribe to the Checkpoint XP Daily Podcast from B-Pod Studios. On Checkpoint XP, we talk about the biggest stories in gaming, like the loot box controversy and the U.S. government getting involved with regulating video games. We also cover the latest news in the growing world of esports, like Nate Nanzer leaving the Overwatch League and joining Epic to jumpstart the Fortnite esports scene, or Tifu suing the esports organization that represents him phase clan and checkpoint xp gets access to some of the biggest names in video gaming and geek culture like sam regal from critical role and one of the best smash players in the world hungry box of team liquid so if you want to keep up on the latest in the world of video games make sure you're subscribed to the checkpoint xp daily podcast for new episodes monday through friday Find us at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.